0: My mama would say, you got to fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I want to give back the world so you could You could find with Christ if you're one with Christ.
1: Good morning, Patriots. It's Saturday, August twenty sixth, in the year twenty twenty three. We have a lot of prayer requests today. It's going to be a pretty amazing day. And I hope I didn't miss anybody because there's been a lot of prayers coming in from different angles, different places, kind of the last minute fury. So we'll try to keep up. If we missed it, just put it in again and we'll get you next week. Or if it's an emergency, get you sooner. But lots of stuff. We obviously, today we're going to, is the day that we're kicking off and calling for prayer for Lahaina all over the world. And we've had a very interesting uh, request that we're going to acknowledge today. We're going to there's two pieces we're going to actually play um, for Lahaina, and one of them is actually um, a piece that was sung in the churches for the lockdowns, and another one is the Lord's Prayer in Hawaiian. i would never heard it, and I was sent it this morning, and it's pretty amazing. So we'll do that as well. Patriots, real quick, before we get going, um, one thing, make sure that you're doing all you can to prepare, as we always talk about. Don't forget to um, remember that these psychopaths will do just about anything. There's all sorts of new fires in Oregon, thanks to magically, like about a thousand lightning strikes happening the other night, like last night. So they're, just, they're not stopping, and and they're... This isn't just like, you know, some sort of natural event because it's global warming. We're dealing with lightning. We're dealing with solar flares. We're dealing with all sorts of other stuff, including the potential EMP. So check out EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. It's a great product designed specific, very, very specifically to support and protect your electronics and the devices we have, your ATVs, your, your vehicles, your home. All of your various components you've got going in your life, from your your ham base station to your fixed generator to solar systems, these are great insurance policies. If you use your BARD's code, B-A-R-D-S, you get $50 off. And at $50 off, you're going to also get free shipping. And then right now, in a continuing sale is the Freedom Sale, which gives you an additional 10% off. So it's a really good package. So... Promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, $50 off, free shipping, and then additional 10% off site-wide. Really awesome product. That's EMP Shield, -Shield EMPShield.com. Check them out. They've got all the documentation there. Easy install, super good product, and great insurance policy. Okay. Let me do a couple praise reports before we get going, and then uh, we'll get into the focus on Lahaina. Actually, before we begin, let's just let's do a prayer. I, I spent some time last night. Um, <laughs> last night, it's like this morning. I didn't get to bed till like four thirty. So there we go. Hang on a minute. Let me get another sip of coffee. I started. I was up late after the show, chilling, enjoying the stars, enjoying some real private time with Father, and then I decided that it was a good idea to finish canning the, the, uh, tomato paste. So I did that until four 30. So it's done. I'll tell you that it's good. It's great. Great tomato paste. I think I made the best tomato paste I've ever made. It's done. So there you go. Congratulations, Scott and no sleep, but that's great. And anyway, um, I really did put a lot of prayer in last night to today being something really significant. And, um, and, and it, I think it's what we're really talking about here today as we pray into Lahaina is we're really talking about Romans 8, 19, which is all of creation groans in anticipation of the awakening of the sons of man. I'm sorry, the sons of God. And uh, I, I think it's super important to realize that this is a, today I'm asking everybody to take a step back and we're going to take a big step today. Um and that big step is we're stepping into authorities today that are spoken of in Romans in Romans eight. And these are the authorities that tie us to creation. So much of the problem that we have in our in our time is that every time the deep state, whatever you want to call them, this hand of evil in this world does something. In one way or another, they're winning the day because we're convincing ourselves that what they do in this world is somehow greater than what we can do. Whether it's because we visualize technologies and we, or we witnessed some remnant of tech technology and we tell ourselves we can't do that. They've got us, they've got us. A great one is this, do weapons. Like, what can we do against that? I've literally had people ask that this week. What can we do against do weapons? We have the idea that every time they burn something down, and they're burning stuff down right now, we have this concept that somehow they're, what they destroy will take generations beyond our life to, in, to see again. So we give up. And we every these are the little victories of narrative victories that they win over us, and in the whole time, what, what we're saying to ourselves is God is not as great as them. And then we add to this: this is a fallen world, so we justify it by trying to tell ourselves that God has, somehow doesn't have authority here. All of these are lies. These are lies that we've accepted, and they they've slipped into our communication. They've slipped into our the way we walk and talk, and we are giving ground up to the enemy every single time that we allow that to happen. So where we're stepping in today is a little bit different, and not a little bit, it's a lot different, and it's a lot different for a specific reason, because what we're talking about here today is changing that. We're talking about stepping in now to authorities to say, you know what? Our God is truly greater and is the greatest God. And our God can answer any of these things as long as we believe in him and we lean into the authorities that he gave us, understanding that we're tied to creation. So let me share with you some insight last night of what God showed me. And I think it's what shook me the most and where I want to begin this opening prayer with today. The miracle of the world is creation and we're tied to creation and the miracle that comes through creation is the children. Now you start to, re- we start to realize, and when I heard, when God showed me this last night, it was like, I, we see it, but I missed it in the details of that. The enemy is literally trying to disrupt creation itself by attacking the children and Lahaina right now still has an unbelievable number of missing children. Lahaina has a number right now that's over 2,000 children that are not accounted for. And we use these words missing. And we say people are missing. 1,300 people are still missing. And then they say children, the children. There's 2,000 children missing from the school system. And the question I'm we have to keep presenting is where are they? But the problem is when we hear that we're missing, it's like, oh, I guess we're going to find them. We're two weeks into this fire and these children are still missing. Where are they? And so we have I have people saying, well, I think they were taken. I think this, they're gone. If that's the case, where are they? And so we, we tend to even rationalize stories to try to tell ourselves things about how maybe it's not that bad. Maybe they didn't get burned. Maybe they'll find them. Maybe this, maybe that. This was a sacrifice in Lahaina because it's a sacrifice of many children, always with the intent of disrupting creation. And so today is a day when we take this back. So join me in the opening prayer father we come to you today humbled and blessed and as i laid before you last night before the throne my request as i feel will be upheld today with witnesses before us is that we're asking now as we come to you to step into a new place to step into that place spoken of in romans eight nineteen, where all of creation groans awaiting The Awakening of the Sons of Man. Well, Father, we're here. And today, Father, we're stepping into a place that, for many of us, we have never stepped in with this amount of authority and command. And today, this is a day, Father, that we begin our day of prayer with an extensive amount of prayer and focus to reclaim Lahaina. Reclaim Lahaina for the kingdom. Lord, our, our prayers are today about all things we do, but in particular for Lahaina, be, are built on the three pillars given to us, to rescue, to heal, and to restore. And Father, it's embracing the words that we can do greater works than he. It's looking at the stories of Peter stepping outside the boat, watching Jesus and finding himself also walking on water. It's Hearing the stories of healing the sick, casting out demons, and raising the dead, letting the dead bones speak. Father, this is a time now that we're reaching farther than we ever have. And today we will reach far. The biggest thing we begin with, Father, is the openness of our hearts. And so. Wherever we sit and whatever we're carrying, whatever doubts that we have, whatever hesitations we might have, whatever questions there may be lurking, may that all be cleansed and answered. And may your guiding hand, Father, touch us this morning. May the Holy Spirit fill each and every one of us. And may we now step into something greater than we've ever imagined. With this comes great responsibility, where much is given, much is asked. And we know this. This is not done frivolously. This is a moment of truly growing up, of coming of age and of stepping into a time and a place where we are going to be stepping into greater roles and responsibilities after today. And we accept that. Words have the power of life and death. We carry a greater weight of importance in what we do. We have to be more intentional about how we live. These are things that everyone that's here today participating embraces and accepts. But the one thing we also accept, Father, is we can do greater works than we've ever imagined through Christ and to you, Father. That no more can we accept or will accept the idea that the enemy, no matter how it's turned or twisted, is somehow greater than you. We don't, we, we're We not going to accept the limits of what we see as a consequence of their power as something that we can't restore through you. We are not going to have ourselves convinced that what the enemy says somehow is an outcome of a fallen world and that we are at mercy to the fallen world, for that's a lie. And as we anchor ourselves to the root of creation, as given in Romans eight, nineteen, let us be reminded that the power of creation created this world by your hand. And so, Father with your blessings, we are stepping into that role and we proclaim today our authorities. We declare our authorities, not only for Lahaina, but for the entire earth, that we are now the sons and daughters that creation has been groaning and waiting for. And we are now stepping into that place, to the joy of ourselves and of you and of this world to let it be known that the sons and daughters of God have awakened. Amen. So let's go through a couple praise reports, and then we're going to dig in. And again, the whole beginning here is going to be focused, after the praise reports, they're going to be focused on Lahaina for a little bit here. This is going to be some heavy warfare and just so I say it, we're here to win. Enemies here to lose today. Praise report. Brethren, I have returned from my chiropractor appointment today, the 23rd, and examination of the x rays and other forensic techniques they applied. The report is they are very surprised at the improvement in my spine from a year ago, even with the accident. That I had, I as well as the relatively minor impairments my body shows, given the stressors suffered, praise and thank you, Lord, as well as the prayers of the saints in pursuit. Well, Father, we just want to thank you, and this again is a reminder as we start to get our morning rolling today of the of the incredible power of prayer, and the incredible power and blessings that would work through us to do things that the medical community doesn't understand and we do things to remind us that it's all things are possible through you so praise and pursuit and praise him may he continue to heal and may and pursuit continue to shock the doctors at the incredible healing that will continue in christ's name thank you scott and Bard's nation prayer warriors According to Derek's oncologist, the MRI scan on Thursday looked much better. The tumor was smaller than the pre-treatment scan, which meant that the chemo and radiation did what they were supposed to do. I would like to see the tumor disappear completely, but thankfully, that is as aggressive as this tumor appears to be, it has been slowed down for now. Thankful for all of you who covered him in prayer, Susan. Theme. Team. Time. Excuse me if I got your last name wrong. Father, we want to thank you for the news for Susan and just and the res- results of Derek's oncology report. And just blessed that we're starting to see a reduction in the tumor. But Father, as, as of who we are by nature, that's not enough. Father, today we declare incredible and a miraculous healing over Derek. And that through this process, this tumor will be completely vacated from his body. He will be not just diminished, but removed. That this is again a case where an incredible moment will occur, and we declare occurring, that the doctors will be stunned to to see how quickly the tumor is removed, and there'll be no sign of cancer whatsoever. There's no hesitation. We're grateful for the small things, but equally now, seeking to have the restoration and perfection and the healing of the body completely in Derek. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. So this came in from Mila down in um, Chile. A few weeks ago, we prayed for Rudy, a former personal fitness trainer who has had a series of strokes due to sickle cell anemia. He has been in rehab for 15 months, unable to do anything, even sitting up on his own, cutting his food, etc. After all those months with zero progress, we prayed for him and he is going to start using a walker on Monday. He is also so happy that he will be mobile again, get out of diapers and has hope that he will be discharged soon. I have reminded him to remember who he should thank. He knows that he is experiencing a miracle but still cannot accept Jesus. He is less resistant but not quite there. Anyway, I want to thank you, all the prayer warriors, and most especially our Lord and Savior Jesus for his healing. Mila. Father, this is again a a story here and a testimony of sowing seeds in the power of the Holy Spirit. Someone who has had basically no chance that the medical community had once again cast off. And so, Father, we're here today to thank you for that amazing story that we now have Rudy, as a former fitness trainer, suffering from sickle cell anemia, is now able to walk with a walker and begin to restore his life. So, Father, the authority is given to us today. We raise our hands and declare healing over Rudy, complete and total miraculous healing over Rudy. No more sickle cell anemia, his body is restored, and may these days coming not just be a slow pace, but a rapid transition of his body back to the status of what he was as a physical trainer. And Father, may you bless Mila, not only with the healing that she needs for her heart, and the continued blessings and resources that she's going to need in the days coming ahead, and weeks coming ahead for this upcoming fest and the establishment of the Operation Vineyard Stronghold. But may you bless her with the words and the seeds to sow that will lead Rudy to Christ. May these moments now, as they start to nick away at his walls, be important moments to tear down the strongholds and literally break the chains and set him free to realize that the true power of healing is not by him or anyone else. But it's truly by the hand of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, and to you, Father. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, patriots. Time to dig in. Lahaina. Lahaina has been... Lahaina is a nine eleven level event. And our media is just a despicable... Organization for the lies that they continue to perpetuate and the lack of credibility and truth that they share. There's possibly many answers to some of the things we see, but one of the simple facts is that we still have over 2,000 children not accounted for in the school system. We still have, by various numbers, 900 to 1,300 people still missing. We know that they've identified over 400 people in the remains, but they refuse to acknowledge who these people are. They claim that there's 106 children that have been identified, and yet again, there's over 2,000 children that been, that are missing from this school. Words matter, and how words are used in this fight matter. Missing in a time like this, two weeks in, The question is, where are they? And at a certain point, we have to come to the realization that this is a game to try to mislead so that people won't react to the magnitude of the destruction that actually happened there. Lahaina has a sacred tree, and it was burned to the ground. Lahaina had children who were alive and well that are not there now. Lahaina had families. They'd have been resisting the takeover by the global elites, and they're silenced. And the voices of Lahaina have been silenced, as they now put up a dust screen around the entire village, city, so that we can no longer see even what's going on inside. But these are the games of an evil. These are not the things of the one God, the true God, the God of hosts, for our God is a God of miracles. And as we lean into this today, all things are possible. I want you to begin now by erasing the thought of the ashes of Lahaina. Instead, I want you to start imagining and thinking and believing in the restoration of the sacred tree, of the greenery and the foliage coming back to Lahaina, and of the voices of the children playing once again. This is the power of our God. He's a God of healing, of restoring, and a God of miracles. And this is the God of creation that we are tied to. This is who we are. Not one of defeat. Not one of believing that we can't undo things. Not one of looking at things and saying, Oh, this will take us forever or generations to recover. No. This is a situation where we now are being called to step in as the mighty warriors that we are, the children of the Most High, to now proclaim and declare complete total restoration to Lahaina, the restoration of the the symbol of the sacred tree. And may that tree as it is restored be that of, of heaven itself, a glowing symbol of the power and glory of kingdom. We are here today to declare the raising of the dead of the children. Let the voices now be heard once again, the faces now be seen, and may the families who have been disrupted be given life once again. And with the land, the land that has been scarred is now healed, restored to the glory of old, the ancient paths, as we now bring back the vibrance and glory and beauty of all that was there, and anything that was wicked now has been burned away. And now we revive this in the power and the glory of heaven. Allow me to read this. Scott, if possible, a prayer request for Lord's Prayer in Hawaiian for your Lahaina and Maui Day of Prayer. Mahalo nui loa for the dedicating of this day to the people of Hawaii. And for you, I'm sending you this special recording of the Hawaiian blessing sung by 25 churches across Hawaii during the COVID lockdowns. Mahalo ke'akua, Stephanie. Well, there's my confirmation. The Holy Spirit is here, so let's buckle up. This is gonna be a day. Let us begin with the Lord's Prayer in Hawaiian. I've never heard this, but in honor of all of Hawaii, and the, Maui, and the people of Maui and Lahaina. Here we go.
2: Iko mā kō mā e loka Kalani. e ho ano i a kō inoa e hiki mai kō au puni E malama ia kou makimaki mā ma kā honua nei. E liki me ia ia malama ia mā ma kā lani ela. e ma ko la. Na ma ko ne la. E hawai mai ia mā ko e ke i la, I na mā kou nō ne i la. E mai hoi o mā ko, i ka mā ana. Mē mā ko e kala nei e ka poe la ana e ka mā my ho'o ku'u, oi, ia kō ika ka ho'o vale wale ia mai. E ho'o pa kele, no na ea ia ika ino. No kamia no ke au puni, a me ka mana, a me ka ia Ao o āmeni.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. Who sent that? That was Stephanie. Thank you. And now at the request of Stephanie, we're going to play the piece here. Pule Akahuk Aku. The and this is also, it looks like the Lord's Prayer. Here we go.
3: Hey. This is the first album that you're putting out. And you know us guys we believe in God so much because all the blessings that we receive we know that's from Him we've never done this before but now we're going to do we're going to end this album with the Lord's Prayer and uh, to all of you people um, I don't know how to say it but everything that has come before us is a blessing no matter what bad or what good everything is good for us this, this live album is one of our blessings we've come a long way it was a hard climb but now it is here so if we have done anything to offend anyone in any way I humbly ask you to forgive us.
1: God's language in so many different voices is always perfect, and God's voice speaks through all things. Father, as we come to you today, just very humbled, our hearts heavy with the loss of these children, the continued and perpetuation of this story of somehow dragging this along so humanity won't recognize and won't see what's going on. Father, we begin today in our prayer with Lahaina. To tear down those strongholds, those things that are blinding people to the truth, and may the eyes of the world now pierce the veil of darkness that now s- surrounds Lahaina, and may there be no more darkness. Father, we are the we are the sons and daughters of you, and you are the, you are the power of creation, and so, Father, we come to you today boldly before the throne, as we weep for the children. That are no more whose voices have been silenced, whose families have been taken by the land that has been scarred and left, and by the sacred tree, a symbol of so much importance for Lahaina, but now to become something greater, but it's a tree that's been burned and taken away. Father, we have been brainwashed into believing somehow that this hand of evil is somehow greater than you that in this fallen world, there's nothing that we can do, that we must sit and just in pain, witnessing the destruction of things and fire being the hand of the enemy, playing and teasing on the biblical statement that first by flood, then by fire, mocking us, mocking you, doing these things to make us believe that somehow, There's nothing, we have no power to overcome this, that the scars of the land must be let be there to just let the, the trees and what's left of them rot and the soil to wash away down into the streams and into the oceans. Somehow we're powerless in the face of this is what we're told, that in the face of this enemy who mocks you and mocks us to try to make us believe that through their technology that they have a greater hand in all of this. That they are mightier than thee. <laughs> no more, Father. And I say that with joy in my heart. We're not here to seek vengeance upon the enemy. We're here to spread love into the world. A powerful love greater than anything witnessed by man, lest maybe that of, of Christ himself. A powerful love that is here to remind the enemy of what the true force and power of this world is. The enemy is yours, Father. We hand them to you. We present the enemy to you in all of its forms, be it of justice through mercy and forgiveness or that of punishment and pain. But that's not our request today. Today, Father, we're here to rescue, to heal, and to restore the land that is now so deeply darkened by the fires and the hands of evil of Lahaina but not to just rest- to make it what it was, to make it back greater than it ever was. Father, we begin with the prayer of rescue. That the burdens and the pains, the sorrows of the hearts of the many that are anchoring this land to the to this sudden loss and tragedy, let those hearts be healed. And we declare healing over those hearts with the hand of creation itself. Let the weight and the burden of the time be removed. Let the glory of heaven be seen in the eyes and the scales fall. As a world out here who has turned many of its eyes away, let its eyes return to Lahaina. And may what is there in the heaviness of those hearts, the isolation, those in Lahaina that are hearing, seeing and witnessing a government that has walked away from them. Watching pieces fall in from other governments around the world, or now people in Lahaina feeling that they've been betrayed—all of these things, so true. But let's not wait that anymore. Let those let those anchors and those albatrosses be cut free, because this is Lahaina. This is a symbol of humanity now—the struggle that we all face—and so let us all join, Father, in heart to share this weight, to lift it off of the people of Lahaina, and to begin to understand that through us, through you, we can overcome all things. For all that is lost and the pains of things that have been lost, let there be hope. To remember that through you, all things are possible. And that first step is the step we must all take. Through you, all things are possible. Not limited by what we see and touch, but greater in thee. For this is the realm of the Spirit and the creation. And this is a place that we must now, as a common heart, as the body of Christ, accept that we can do greater works. And so, Father, we declare greater works. And so, as we have rescue, we now have heal. Let the land of Lahaina be healed. Let the island of Maui seek an awakening of the heart in the greatest of ways. And may Lahaina now begin to tremble and shake, not from the violence of a volcano, but from the greatness of the Holy Spirit that now rushes into this land and shakes the roots and the foundations of which we sit and see. May the walls that they are now erecting to blind us from seeing, (laughs) may they just be blown down. May their effect be nothing. For this is the futile attempts of weak men to try to hide the crime in which they have done. But, Father, we're not here for judgment. We're here for love. And our love now is sweeping across the many. And may those whose hands have been involved in this crime find themselves unable to do anything but weep. May they begin to realize the greaterness of you, May the things that they erect, may the things that they do to prevent the truth from coming out, may the luxury places in which they stay as the people of Lahaina and Maui struggle to survive, may all these things just be pulled away. And may our eyes not rest on the negative, but our eyes now look and see the awakening of greatness within the land. It begins with small things. The greenery that sprouts up here or there in in the midst of the impossible. A pile of ash that now suddenly something begins to grow within. A whisper on the wind that sounds like a child's voice. The memories of that land that now begin to stir. And the earth shakes. And Father, we we pray into the power of creation as we start to see a transformation of Lahaina. It begins to awaken. Today our prayers, Father, is about shaking and awakening, healing. Healing. And also restoring. Father, we come to you today before the throne in the mightiness of all that is given to us as the children of the Most High, declaring our authorities and part of our inheritance as you place before us to be truly the stewards of this earth. We will no longer accept the pain and suffering that is placed upon us by this evil. We will no longer accept the burdens which are placed upon us to make us doubt who we are. Father, no more. For we come to you today as the children of the Most High, awakening into the sense of who we truly are. As now creation no longer has to groan in waiting for the children of, of God's children to awaken, but we are here. Let the world celebrate. Let the earth shake in celebration. And let the beginning focus of those authorities be pres- present in Lahaina. Father, we ask and declare before you that Lahaina shall be a symbol for all the earth to see, an unmistakable symbol of restoration beyond anything anyone ever imagined, not in the buildings, but in the glory of heaven and the beauty of, of all that you bring. A radiant, glowing, powerful place of love and healing. The sacred tree that seems to be impossible, that we're told it will take generations to grow back now springs forth from the earth to grow strong and mighty again, greater than it's ever been, for this is not a tree of the people, it's a tree of heaven. The land now healed, the the pain that was placed upon it by the, the sacrifices that were made, those voices now of pain are gone. The hearts are healed. The root of the land is healed. And with it, new life comes. Those whispers on the wind become stronger. The voices of the children begin to swirl. That land begins to shake. We begin to see the glory of green and beauty erupt from within, with, around everywhere. Those fences that they've placed up being torn apart as the trees lift from the ground and tear them free. And as this rises up, Father, those voices that were burned or missing are gone. No more. Father, we declare raising of the dead in the most Mighty is the ways to bring back the children, to bring back the families, to let them continue to flow and live in this time. Father, these are bold requests that we bring to the thrones, things that are greater than anyone's done in our time. We talk about a single act of healing, a single act of raising the dead. This is not what we petition the throne for today, Father. We petition for an entire city to be restored in the glory of kingdom, that all those that witness are drawn to their knees, eyes on heaven, truly humbled by the power of creation itself. Father, we declare Lahaina to be that symbol for all the world to witness, the true hand of the loving and merciful God, not a God of wrath. And this reminds us of the moment that Moses sat on your lap, as you sought to seek punishment for those It would be resurrected, the golden calf. But Moses sat there and he said to you and pleaded to you and said, Father, please don't. For you can't draw them out of Egypt to come here and punish them. For all they will see you as a father, as a God of wrath. But you're a God of love. A merciful God, Father. And so, Father, we make that plea to you today. With all the judgment that sits before us, we're pleading to you, Father, for a miracle. A miracle of miracles. To see the hand of a merciful and loving God that raises up a village that has been destroyed, that restores the people that have been turned to dust, and to remind us of the power of creation itself, your breath blowing life into that and making it live again, to remind us of the creation of the perfection of all things. This is Lahaina. This is the Lahaina we pray for. This is the Lahaina we declare. And with this, a unity, a power of love that sweeps not only across the island but all the Hawaiian islands across the world. A place where they cannot be denied. No matter how hard people try, the glory and miracle and now it stands before them. And even those hands that will seek to try to suppress it or maybe burn it again. This will never happen again for there is a Gloriful protection around this entire Island and around all the people And around the city of Lahaina Father we now pray for the witnessing Of this miracle A new season A season before us not of death But of life A season before us not of hate but of love A season before us Not of war but of peace Oh Father hear our hearts. We make this plea before the throne as we seek something greater and even for ourselves, as we humble ourselves together in unison in this prayer that is not for us but for the world, for all of your children. And a prayer so powerful and so visceral that it literally transforms even the darkest of hearts. Father, we are truly blessed for you are a father of mercy, a father of love that has given us the wisdom and guidance that we could never have imagined possible. You have brought us here in this time and this place for a reason. And we're humbled to be here before you today as we step into something greater. This isn't something we take lightly, Father, and I think you know our hearts. But it's a responsibility and a step that's a certain way is still blind to us for these are not things that we're told to believe and yet it's there in the scripture these are not things that we're told are possible because to do so would break the control of those in power we live in a world of a can't of no a world that says abide and obey not you but the masters of this world so father today in this prayer we break those chains We sever those shackles from us. We rip those albatrosses from around us. We step into a world of, yes, Father, we can. And yes, Father, we will. Yes, Father, we will abide. And yes, Father, we will do greater works. And we will be the stewards of this earth as you asked us to be. From the book of Enoch, Father, we're reminded of the fall. The argument of forcing religion upon us and and worship versus you and your heart that wanted us to return to you in our free will. Oh, well, Father, we're here. Humbly before you, we are here. Our hearts opened, and we've come home. To Forgive us for the walk that we've made if we've stumbled. Hear our hearts in the plea of mercy. To now heal Lahaina. And to raise Lahaina from the ashes in the mightiest way of kingdom, with new roots deep, deep into the soul of the earth, the power of creation erupting from the land, and the gloriful space for all to see. As in the center of all of this, the sacred tree returns to the life of earth, but now as the sacred tree of the kingdom. And the voices return the families reunited, and the children begin to play. Hear our prayer, Father. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name and the authorities given to us in the blood of the cross. Let creation smile. Amen. Thank you, patriots. Now we lean in and for each day going forward we all lean in to pray for Lahaina and to pray for others but let Lahaina be a symbol of miracle that no one can deny. For those in, in, in Hawaii and those in Maui and those who have lost in Lahaina, we pray that you can follow us in this prayer. These times are difficult, I know. From our own perspective, we know, but we don't know totally what you're dealing with. But these words are important. Let go of the burdens of what's been lost. Step into the glory of what's about to be created. And watch the miracles of the living God awaken before you. Because Lahaina is now being changed by kingdom, not by man. Good morning, Scott and the prayer warriors of Bards Nation. Today we lift up Lahaina to you, Lord Jesus. All things are possible through you, our Savior, Elohim, the Sovereign-Minding Creator. All the glory belongs to you, Emmanuel, God with us. You have given us a great gift, greater works, greater works than you, Lord Jesus. It's unfathomable that a sinner, a wretch like me, might be able to do works greater than my Savior. Hallelujah. A true and great gift indeed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Our prayer, Lord Jesus, is a miraculous healing of our land, of your land, a miraculous healing of your children. We rebuke the evil that decimated this beautiful place, your place, your children, your land, defiled by such a vile evil it must be undone. We ask that this land be restored to its original glory, your glory, your creation. Restore the children, your children, young and old, to your glory and righteousness. Cleansed of the world and pure in you, restore every bush, plant, shrub, tree, and animal. Restore the so- soil, every grain of sand, every insect to its perfection in you. Let this land and its people be renewed in the glory of a God Almighty, that it be undeniable to the world that this is the work of the one true God, the Most High, Yahshua. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the vile evil that would do these things to our children, I ask retribution and the full weight of your judgment and wrath. Fill the hearts with the understanding of the atrocities they have committed, the shame and guilt of their actions. Let them feel the pain they have inflicted upon those most precious to you. Let that feeling remain strong and unavoidable, constant and painful for the long hours of the rest of their existence. As in all things, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' holy name, precious name, we pray these things. Amen. Jai Wu. Father, we witness this prayer and we are in agreement to restore Lahaina as we have prayed and let the miracles begin, not in days, but instantly. We pray that tomorrow there's signs of the miracles moving. In the morning and the sunrise, as the light begins to show in the land, let the tremors of new growth begin to sprout. And Father, as we move forward here, let this growth be faster and greater than anyone can imagine. As the rescuers race to try to find the children, as the evil races to try to hide the crime, let your hands of glory erase it all and bring back all that was there in the fullness of kingdom, the restoration of life in all forms and all perfection of kingdom. And Father, in your glory, let this be so powerful, like a beam coming off of the earth a shining, powerful light that cannot be denied. That when evil comes near it, it runs. When evil is there, it's forced to bow. And that there's no denying of the power and presence of the Holy Spirit on this land. Holy Spirit, we call upon you today to just flood in through this land of Lahaina and to fill the entire island of Maui. For the tourists that have come to hold on to their time of vacation in the midst of this tragedy. May their hearts be humbled. May those that try to speak for the selfish needs of entertainment and getting away. May their hearts weep for the children. And may Hawaii be a place now. Maui be a place now. Where when people come. It's not to golf. And it's not to scuba dive. And it's not to do things. But instead it's come they come to be healed in the depth of their soul. May the experience that overwhelms this entire island right now be one of truce kingdom healing, of a Holy Spirit that touches each and every one. Obviously, Father, choices are each to our own. We have free will. But may the experience and presence of the healing and glory of love across that island be so profound that to walk away from it, you'd literally have to be a fool or absolutely pure evil. And Father, there it is, the chaff, the wheat and the chaff. For those that are touched by that experience truly can be transformed. And those that cannot stay or withstand that, well, Jesus, we hand you those to deal with as you wish, but that's not our mission. Our eyes are on healing. Our eyes are on restoring. Our eyes are on rescuing. And Father, as you have placed upon us to hold that line, let us hold that line, knowing that you will deal with justice, for judgment and vengeance are yours, and we take those off of our shoulders. And to do that, we have to admit a lack of faith. So forgive us, Father, for us that seek to have our hand be involved in judgment, for thus, for us to have to push in to declare judgment upon evil, it's not that we're wrong or sinful. It's perhaps just not having enough faith to lean into you to realize that you've already given us that promise. So Father, we're unweighting ourselves from those burdens and we're turning to you humbly before you to say, Father, forgive us. We repent for those deviations. But in the step of where you placed us, we're stepping into that place as the stewards of this earth. Knowing that you will fight our enemies as long as we stand. And we stand with a loving and forgiving heart. And here today we stand, Father, in unison for the glory and miraculous healing of Lina. May the blessings pour down upon this town may the blessings pour down upon the people and may the hearts be lifted and healed and may the island now rise up in a greater place to feel that Holy Spirit from one end to the other for those that are coming whatever, wherever they come from whether it's people flying in sending in money, whether it's the military finally trying to do something even if it's the corrupt hearts of FEMA may the power of the Holy Spirit now reside. And we declare this across the entire island, that the power of the Holy Spirit be so profound from this moment forward that evil itself cannot stay. And that any heart that stays there will simply weep with the humbleness, the joy, and the overwhelming love that can only come from you, Father. And Jesus May you make yourself present to each one that has suffered in this time. May your hands touch each person who has felt loss. And may they be comforted to know that the prayers have been given to heaven for a restoration unlike anything we've ever seen on earth. And not only prayers given, but authorities declared by the children of the Most High, the sons and daughters of God. And that the creation of this earth is now shaking in joy, not moaning in in anticipation. But creation is now awakening across this earth. And that Lahaina and Maui have now been declared as a land and returned back to the home and control of kingdom. All idols are broken. All spiritual roots of darkness are severed. A hedge of protection is placed around the entire island of Maui and that powerful center of power in Lahaina is now declared as kingdom. On the perimeters, we have established war angels and across the entire land are angels of love that are flowing through the hand of God himself has now given a stroke across the island. And with this arises the incredible power of creation as our hearts pray into this and we feel this joy and love emanate from Lahaina. What was destroyed by fire is now risen in the glory and light and love of our Savior and our Father. Lahaina is blessed. Maui is blessed. And evil, you have no dominion here anymore whether from above or below, whether from outside or from within, all evil is cast out and the chains are broken and a powerful envelope of love and protection, the light of heaven itself shines down upon Maui and upon Lahaina. And may all those that have struggled in this moment, the burdens of anger, frustration, anxiety, pain, hurt, all of these pains, So much part of the way the enemy anchors us and holds us and binds us to where we are. Those chains are broken, severed by the sword of the Spirit and the power of love. And the power of the Holy Spirit is now flowing across the land and healing the hearts. And in the blessings and honor of all that was in the past, may the mightiness of the root of who Hawaiians are, of who they are in Lahaina, become their great strength. And may that great strength now flow in unison with the Holy Spirit, like two rivers meeting and becoming one, and a flow of love and power and healing and restoration that's like unlike anything we've ever seen, where the ancient meets God and where the root becomes heaven and where the fountain ...becomes that of the glory of kingdom. Bless them all, Father. May the comfort in the hearts be across the many. And may the eyes turn now to the sky... ...and the joy and the soothing nature of being where they are. For what is destroyed is now being rebuilt. And we declare these things with the power of creation... ...in the blood of Jesus before the throne, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, patriots, we're going to dig now into our long prayer list today. We got a lot to do. Just as a heads up, this is going to be a long prayer session today. I kind of said that. I hope you've got enough coffee because I'm going to need a refill. I think we'll see. I'm still sipping on my first quad shot. That felt good. You betcha. That's like that's like kingdom, kingdom fuel right there. There we go. All right, man. Is this not is this not just like an awesome morning? I hope that everyone is feeling this absolutely incredible space that when we step into the authorities of heaven and as the children of the most high, we don't have the burdens of anger, pain, frustration, doubt, feeling like we're overwhelmed. We're stepping into the authorities rooted in love. And the sword of the spirit is greater than any sort of steel. It doesn't say, you know, I always have to say this because I love to shoot and I love to do martial arts. And I, I loved it. I like knives. All these great things. I like to hunt. But we're dealing with an enemy that laughs at us when we, think, when, when we think we can fight that enemy with those tools. But the enemy's not laughing today. The enemy's trembling today. The enemy's shaking today. And the enemy's starting to scream out in rage, which is a rage of fear. Because the, God's children today All that are here are stepping into the authorities of creation. We're not listening to the enemy anymore. We can enjoy all these things that we have. We can enjoy shooting. We can enjoy hunting. We can enjoy all those things. And they're rooted truly in our relationship with God and all that we are seeking to pursue and learn and grow. But this enemy, the enemy described in Ephesians 6, 8 to 10, or 10 to 18, excuse me, that enemy beyond the principalities, that enemy that constantly tries to find its way into our armor, you should not have any sense anymore that the enemy could come near you at all. The enemy is now realizing that you are now something new. You are a child of God. Your armor is impenetrable. That cleansing feeling today needs to flow through every person. It's a cleansing of the Holy Spirit to truly make us new again, Truly, as we do when we accept Christ, today is a step even greater than that. This is the greater work step today. And each person out here, we need to let go of these burdens of we're not worthy, we're this, we're that, I have this pain, I have that pain, whatever these things are. We are now stepping into the authorities and who we are as God's children. And I will tell you, the enemy is trembling. Because this is what the enemy fears the most, that we will awaken to who we truly are. And in so doing, nothing that the enemy does cannot is, is permanent, for we can undo everything the enemy does through the powers and authorities and the binding to the creation root of this earth. Okay. I begin today with a prayer. For Terry Anderson, this is my own prayer today. Terry Anderson is the uh, man I bought my, I'm buying my cattle from. I've told you about him. It's really interesting uh, getting into a lot of story. But Terry is uh, an amazing, he's a Christian and he's an amazing animal steward. He has. He loves every one of his several hundred head of cattle as, as just as something personal and it and it's something he's responsible for. Terry is dealing with some cancers, and he just recently had a surgery on his abdomen, and he's in an enormous amount of pain. And so, Father, we today we're praying for Terry Anderson, a man who just continues to walk that path of the old world, someone who's stewarding animals for the improvement not only of their health and their genetics, but the improvement overall in helping each person he works with have a better experience and a better herd and just a good relationship. He's the values of what we used to be, Father, and unfortunately, which we've drifted away. But Father, it's people like Terry that remind us of our root in this nation. With over 60 years of living on the ranch and building up his business and building up his, his knowledge, always, that root of knowledge where you live the most in the world itself, not within the stone walls. So, Father, we're praying for miraculous healing over Terry. We declare that healing over Terry to remove his pain from his abdomen, to have an amazingly fast and quick recovery, and to truly rid himself of any of of this cancer, to take it out of his body, to remove it, to flush that from him, and to fill him fully with the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we need Terry. We need him because he's holding on to something and carrying forward something that is being lost faster than we can move. And that knowledge, though at root is in you, is a knowledge that through us can be shared and must be shared for others, the youth and the generations to come. So Father, we're praying for just the powerful rejuvenation of Terry and all the blessings necessary for his family and his business to continue to prosper and move forward. Bless him and guide him in Christ Jesus' name, Amen. Good morning. Please pray for my cousin Alice, who has metastatic cancer everywhere. She did she did get jabbed and unsure if she was, if she is saved. Also for an ER doc, Matthew, who is thirty two, jabbed, unsaved with a mass at the base of his brain. Thank you so very much, Patricia. Father, this prayer, and I'm hearing you, and it's a prayer we have to begin for ourselves today, and I'm hearing you very clearly. We've said this many times, that we fought that fight of the jab, and we fought it viciously. Unfortunately, that has left some legacy emotions in us, frustrations, Sometimes anger. There was a difficult period, a period designed specifically by the enemy to divide us and make it impossible for us to unite within the body of Christ and embrace the power of healing in the Holy Spirit. Father, we begin this prayer today, not for Alice and not for Matthew, which we'll come return to. But this prayer begins today, as you've just nudged me, for each of ourselves. This is a prayer of a testimony that we each must now bring to the throne to speak truthfully what's in our heart on the burdens that carry over from this difficult period of three years of ravaging and fighting to try to keep people from taking the jab, the anger that each one of us has felt at one point or another, the pain that we feel with the knowledge of what was done. As we said at the beginning, today is a day of saving, healing, and restoring. And so, Father, this prayer begins with a prayer for each one of us personally to speak to you wherever we are, to speak to you in the honesty of saving ourselves first, to let go and sever those chains that are binding us to a past that is no more, an echo that continues to be so strong that. A, forces us to look at our neighbor not as one of love, but one of judgment. The echoes of the memories of what was done against us, even by our neighbors who turned their tongues against us at many times, pointed our finger at us, and tried to have us damaged by their own fear. Father, this prayer is also a prayer of healing. And for each of us now to bring that to the throne, to ask for forgiveness for the being misguided in those places. But now, Father, we extend the hand of healing and restoration and forgiveness. This hand of forgiveness now, Father, is to all of those that took the the jab. For those that were misguided, even for those, again, who may have pushed the jab. And as difficult as that leap is, I'm reminded to go back to what we spoke of a few minutes ago in the root. You are the deliverer of vengeance and judgment, not us. And so, Father, we're stepping in now again. As we're walking this path, we're learning these steps. You're guiding us and giving us wisdom. Amen. For us to now have to let go of the human flesh evil connections that are within us, that want to seek vengeance, that want to be anger. Those chains are broken. And instead, we're reaching out and extending our hand to our neighbor because times are changing. And where they were, they are no more. We will always speak truth. We will always have the courage of Christ, but we have to have the gentleness of a mallet covered in velvet we must speak the words of truth without trying to wield a sword of steel, but instead speak the words of truth that flow with the love of Christ and let that healing flow through us. And now restoring. Father, in doing this, we're restoring ourselves to the greatness of what you intended us to be so that we can truly walk on this earth as stewards, not as sheriffs, not as Not as the wielders of judgment, but as stewards to pray, to raise up and know that the mightiness of the kingdom, which we represent through that, we are not of this world, but rather stewards of this world. And in that place, no weapon forged against us shall succeed. And that includes no weapon can leave scars within us that may be legacy. All those chains are broken, the pains are healed, and the glory of who we are is restored. Amen. Now, Father, for Alice, this is Patricia's cousin, who has metastatic metastatic cancer. Whatever's brought this about, we just rebuke it all. We feel the power of the Holy Spirit flow completely over Alice, from head to toe, flowing through her and Pushing out this cancer. And may this experience be overwhelming. Jesus, we're going to be calling on you a lot today. And we're asking you to place yourself before her, to to reveal your face, to give Alice such a profound moment of experience that there can be no doubt the power of the glory of heaven or the power of love, the true love that only heaven can give. And may that in itself not only be healing and nurturing, but be an awakening of a heart that perhaps have never, has never known you, perhaps have been misguided, maybe maybe even damaged by a bad experience at the pulpit or in the dead stone walls. But all that is gone now. And Alice, we're praying for the full restoration of Alice as we pray into that and we witness this, Alice is healed. And as for Matthew, the ER doc, as I say these words, Father, I give my own testimony to the burdens of this period, that before. As we just spoke about in letting those go, let my own testimony be a guide to healing Matthew. As I spoke, E.R. Doc, the immediate thing I thought of was this person pushed the jab. But Father, that's a story we now have to let go. And even myself, as I state here before you, honestly in my heart, I know I have to let that go. Forgive me, for you have just placed that before me. And as I say this, I break those chains. And instead, I look forward to Matthew with eyes forward to kingdom. I extend my hand of healing and I say, bless you. And Jesus, we ask that you can reveal your face to Matthew. And whatever was, let it be washed away, reminded in the blood of the cross. And may Matthew himself be restored. Whatever this mass is at the base of his brain, we push it out and rebuke it. And with that, the power and glory of the power of heaven fill him and leave it undeniable that the true power of healing didn't come from his medicine in which he was part of. And I see something with this, with Matthew having such an experience that he leaves his world behind to step into the world to be a spokesman for kingdom by the hand and the glory of healing itself. This is is very much a Paul moment, a Paul on the road to Damascus. Let our prayers lead him there, let let our prayers heal him fully. And Father, we declare healing and the breaking of chains of the past to set Matthew free into this world as as a student and steward of the Most High. In Christ Jesus' name. Scott, I can't thank you enough. This is from Mary Beth, which is M.B. Knight Baker. Um, they have been uh, struggling with some ex- amazing cost overruns of a move. It's incredible. And their move doubled in cost, and it was—it's just completely thrown their budget off. So, in my encouragement, I asked Mary Beth to set up a GoFundMe, which. You'll find those links under last night's show. I'll put it under today's show. But we want to pray for Mary Beth and her husband and just pray blessings and all that is needed to continue to raise them up. Mary Beth is doing great work. They're they're pursuing a dream to move closer to her children in Arizona. So Father God, we're just praying down just massive blessings on Mary Beth and her husband that they can have the fulfillment and resources that they need in this hour. This is times that we're all feeling the the squeeze of financials and especially as we have costs coming up, concerns for the fall, all these things. But Father, wherever these resources come from, whether it's a, a nickel and a dime at a time or a whole flood of everything that's needed, we just pray that Mary Beth and her husband can be just filled with this, with all that they need. The resources to make this move comfortable and to be able to reset that loss in the, in their In this cost overrun, lots of things to move, difficult time, but also just the blessing of continuing to bless them in their travels, to keep them safe, to guide them, and to fully just restore in them all that is needed to make this a successful and wonderful move, to remove the stresses as you lay your hands into this place, as we extend our hands above them, to make this a stressless move and to embrace the joy of what's ahead. It's been lots of work and a lot of burden to carry. But Father, we just pray that you'll just pour down upon them and bless them with all they need as we extend our prayers and declare resources above them and for them and through them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Going to read a prayer here. It's a prayer request. It's a long one, so bear with me. A lot of detail in this. Um, Before we do that, um, I want to. I'm going to ask if you'll just join me in a prayer for Bard's Fest because tickets went on sale last night, which is great. And so, um, Father God, we just want to pray, ask, uh, extend our prayers to you for Bard's Fest in. Kentucky, and Father, this is a an amazing moment. So many pieces are coming together, and there's so many amazing connections that are beginning to have happen. Father, we know that you know that in our heart is. We've had to shift locations and take a pause to reorient. You've guided us and opened our eyes to reshifting the focus at Barnes Fest to preparing the saints for the work of the ministry, which at the core of those words is Operation Vineyard. But there's also another connection to this, which is Chile, the trip to Chile, which is where Mila is going to be having a Bards Fest in December. And these two are connected. So Father, we just pray for a massive blessing over Bards Fest, safe travels for everyone, the joyous celebration of coming together, the breaking of bread, and truly to be, just receive the power of the Holy Spirit for each person that attends, to be blessed and be energized to feel the power of deliverance flow through their hands and to be prepared now for the next steps as we enter into an insane time. And the fear-mongering, Father, as would be expected, as we would absolutely expect, all the fear-mongering of the craziness that's about to beget us with COVID lockdowns and nonsense beginning September 15th or so, we just rebuke that completely. We cast it aside, reject it. We just ask that every person who has eyes on Bardsfest is just protected and guided and just brought together in a powerful moment for our nation in one of the key areas geographically near the heart of our nation. Bless us all, and may this festival truly honor you. Not in the, we don't, We're not trying to build a temple like David did. We're trying to hear your voice, Father. And so as we pitch tents and camp and break bread, we just ask that you'll be there with us fulfill us, and Jesus, just walk with us in that space and be with each and every one of us as we prepare and move towards that place of assembly in this nation. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Scott, I've been listening to your podcast on Gab and Apple Podcasts for close to a year now. I want to tell you thank you for all that you are doing. You help me to stay informed of current issues without having to weed through all of the internet and mainstream media articles as well as helping me to focus and strengthen my faith on a daily basis. Thank you. Amen. I would like to submit a prayer request for your Saturday prayers. My 12-year-old son, who I homeschool sometimes, listens to your podcasts with me, and he said, Mom, can we email Scott and ask him to pray for Papa Jim? I, you know, when I read that, I was like, oh man, how many times did I say something I shouldn't have said? So, yes, of course, we'll pray for Papa Jim. My dad, Papa Jim, is 75 years old, long divorced and lives, lo- lives alone. He has been having severe knee pain since March. He gets all of his Medicare medical care from the VA. They are saying he needs to have a knee replacement. He is type 2 diabetic with moderate to severe neu- neuro- neuropathy in his feet and legs. He has seven stints in his heart and is overweight. He is very concerned about having the surgery and the recovery as well as dealing with the VA medical system In less than is less than pleasant. Yep, tragedy. His house is very large with a lot of stairs and he is very reluctant to move to a smaller or one level house. This concerns me for his safety. Mostly, I can see that he is struggling with the loss of mobility and independence as he is needing more help from us with smaller and smaller chores. He was raised in the church, but walked away as soon as he left home. I know that he knows the gospel, but he is not walking with the Lord. I ask that you would pray for his healing and all of the emotions he is dealing with with, with as he ages. I also pray that the Lord would help me manage the many t- my time so I can care for him and my family both as needed, and I ask for prayers for him to draw close to Jesus and have personal relationships with the Lord and Savior. Sorry, this is so long-winded. Thank you again for all that you are doing. May the Lord continue to bless your ministry and grow Bard's nation in Christ, Christian, Kristen, excuse me, Kristen. Well, Father, this, this is an awesome prayer. It's a great prayer considering all that we're here today, because today we're praying for rescue and heal and restore. And this is all of that. And it's equally an awesome prayer because the messages that we're, we're, we're sharing here daily. Now we discover by testimony that are being listened to by the younger generation and may those messages, even for the 12 year old, for a 12 year old continue to inspire the love in Christ. Thank you, Father. Kristen, we're very happy to pray for your Father. And it's Papa Jim. So, Father, as as we're reading through this and you're kind of revealing some things to me, obviously at the core of a lot of this is worry and some fears. And there's a lot of that hanging with Papa Jim. So, Father, we begin this prayer today just by rebuking that demonic influence that's there, the whispers that are trying to tell Jim, that things are over, that he's going to become a, a subject of another's hand, that he won't be able to move, and to break those chains of fear that revolve around him. And Father, as we break those chains and we pray into Papa Jim, where we're literally praying in for miraculous healing. But it's a restoration healing here, Father. This is a healing that there's no need to worry about the seven stints. Whether they're there or not there, that heart is now healed. And there's no need to, to worry about the knees and the weight, the being overweight and so forth. All of these things are coming from something deeper, this sort of I can't, you're at the end, you're getting old message. We rebuke all of that. So, Father, as we pray for miraculous restoration, we do pray today for an incredible restoration, a transformation. May the eyes be open to the things that Jim needs to do, the sort of things, be it a diet change, Be it a way to to walk, may those things be revealed to him as he needs to. And Jesus, we just ask that you place yourself before him and we declare healing over him and the presence of you to heal the deeper parts of him, the spiritual parts of him. All physical is a reflection of spirit and where we are spiritually reflects itself and manifests itself in the physical. So Jesus, we're just praying for a huge healing, a restoration in the spirit. And may that echo through the body and the physical. And may this be so rapid and so incredible. Everything about his body begins to transform. The years have kind of pulled away. The youth revives itself. The, the mobility of, of past years returns. The fitness of the body begins to reveal itself. The desire, the inspiration to move around. The lack of or the settling in a fear of going upstairs and moving through places in the house. All that's gone. And the acceptance, though, is another piece. The acceptance of the help that Kristen wants to give may the heart be open to receive as it receives also the power and glory of the Holy Spirit. And Father, we also pray a blessing over Kristen, someone who's given their their life to protecting and nurturing her child, her son. May the time, may the blessing of time flow upon her, of all that she needs to have and do to continue to balance a, a very heavy schedule. A schedule driven by the love of the heart, and may she be blessed with the resourcing and blessed with the with the time needed, and the efficiencies to provide the support and care that she seeks to do. Bless this family in Christ Jesus' name, Amen. Scott, I'm I'm BCP 873 in chat, and I've been a member of Bar's family for about four years now. I don't listen much on live broadcasts due to to daddy duties with my girls at bedtime so I don't get to interact with Bards Nation much. I do listen on Podbean daily. My wife, my youngest daughter, and myself made it to the first Bards Fest, met Brian and Jill Kahnik. Jill asked us up on stage to blow the shofars. May, my little one, belted out an amazing blast. We had been practicing at home for a while at the shofar meeting that made Jill take notice, so we got to an we got the invite and took part. It was amazing. 20 years ago, I was I was I was a meth addict and I pulled a guilt, and I pled guilty to a meth charge and spent 2 years in prison and 5 years on parole. I did everything the state of Texas enforced me to do as a parolee. It saved my life. I used that time to build my spiritual life with Jesus and it has served me well. I have been married for 9 years and with her for 10 years. We have a beautiful daughter from God who will be eight in September that was added to our blended family. I built a career in the in the oil and gas field coming up from a fire watch to a construction manager to one of the largest midstream companies in its nation. Just a quick caveat, if you don't know about oil and gas, the one of the most note, amazing things about that industry is people have, the great management of old, started at the most simple tasks and have literally, and literally worked their way up, even to vice president and CEO. That's what's defined oil and gas. It's a unique industry. I, I worked hard sometimes, sacrificing time away from my family. I'm a deacon in our church and have facilitated the young adult class, and my wife has been the praise and worship leader up until she started her cancer treatments for stage three breast cancer when our daughter was nine months old. It's been a tough ride. With multiple close family members dying during the same time we have always managed work through the toughest of time together not without struggles we as a couple have grown stronger because of our reliance on christ prayer and god's word i managed to work close to home during the majority of my career convid happened and most of the guys in my position were let go i managed to stay employed but was able only able to get projects out of town and state traveling to some difficult areas was part of the job living out of out of our rv i decided to step out in faith and take some advice and start my own business so i could stay home and be able be there for my girls i'm the only male i'm i'm the only male in the house even the three even the tree frog is female wife two daughters lab and the frog this was january 2020 2021 i've also i've always worked in some kind of construction most of my life, so it only made sense to start a handyman remodeling business. It has had its its ups and downs for the first year and a half. In the middle of the summer of 2022, during a slow period and money was tight, my wife and I thought it a good idea to reach out to some of my old project managers to see if they had any needs I could fill. Bam. Two days later, I was sent to a project out of town. We needed the money and and felt like it was an answer to prayer. I finished a project. I finished the, that project and was back home for two days when I had another call from a project manager who had an emergency with her chief inspector, who who had got sp- had got a spider bite by a brown recluse and was in the hospital and wouldn't return. So after talking it over with my wife, I spent the rest of the afternoon loading up the RV and prepping to leave out of town about about three to six three. The next morning to be on the job site rv and all to run the project the project was outside bellevale which is outside houston in the in the country an easy drive from my house with the rv i got through the day and and drug my rv to a campsite outside belleville down the back roads into a dark and only came to one lane bridge that was a quarter mile from the campsite it's dark no houses in sight and no room to back the 40-foot rv with a long bed truck and no one's no one spotting i said a prayer and asked for guidance i was led to go get out of the truck and look at my options there was just enough room in the turn around turn out it was it was that was a ranch gate to back in close as i could to get the to get to the gate to start to turn so after i after what felt like 20 a 20 point turn back and for and forth Turned back and forth each time, having to get out of the, and see how much further I could inch back without hitting anything. I got the rig turned and corrected direction. During the process, I noticed the driver's side rear door on my one ton, rear tire on my one ton was flat. Drove the rig to a flat stretch of on the rock road and unloaded my back seat to access the jack, and I dropped the spare. Writing this sounds like a horror movie novel. But the time, I got, I got the rig onto the camp, ground, ground and dropped and set up, showered and in bed. It was about 2 a.m. Worked all day the next day and after getting a, a bite to eat in town, I was driving back to these unfamiliar back roads and was not minding my speed and came up on a 90 degree turn that my one ton could not make. Slammed on the brakes and the rocks turned the tires into skates and I slid through the curve which was the entrance to the campground. They had some very large boulders in front of, in front that helped me stop totaling the truck. Sheriff's Department came out and found a semi-automatic pistol I carried for personal protection in a bug-out bag in the back seat of the truck. As an ex-felon in Texas, they removed the right for folks to, that have the status of carry firearms to protect ourselves and our property. So I was charged with a felon in possession of a firearm and they are offering me another eight years in prison for this offense. This happened last October. I'm out on bond and I've been to court a few times and each time it gets set off. This October 24th, I have another court date. I'm in the process of studying common law, Constitution, Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence. I have purchased two blacks, first and fifth editions. And have jaron's fourth edition downloaded for reference along with the maxims and other reference material he has graciously provided my ask is that god guide me in this in my endeavor in what his will is for me and my family and to give us perseverance to see this through my apologies for the long-winded note but felt the context was needed there is so much more to this story that i'm i'll share with you if you have questions but for the time constraints, was led to get this request that was needed for context. Um, I've never been in any trouble since my felony conviction. I've re- I've remained clean of meth since the conviction. Feel free to share, the summarizes, share or summarize as needed. Thanks to all you do, brother. It's inspirational and good to see how God does amazing things through others. Regards. Brian. Wow, I hate this justice system. I can't stand it. It's not heaven. It's not based on mercy. It's based on punishment, which is just a hand of the devil. Father, we're asking here and declaring here an intervention, an intervention by heaven. This is an honest testimony. It feels and speaks of honesty from top to bottom. Somebody who has found the root of Christ and is now walking in a world whose systems are designed to punish and subdue. Father, this is for whatever reasons that this is here, that this instance has happened, the first part of this prayer is, may this experience reveal its purpose to Brian. And may this experience not only reveal it, but strengthen his faith and his family's faith. But Father, this punishment, while we have people coming across the border and raping girls and getting let out free, we have Pedophiles running free, while a a man who has built his life up and simply carrying a firearm for his own protection is now being offered eight years in jail. This is the lunacy and absolute upside down nature of our world. So, Father, we're we're declaring disruption and the breaking of the bonds of that system. We just ask that you pray down. Your blessings will rain down upon Brian and his family. And this is a moment in time where, Brian, you're just going to have to lean in and be fearless. And these these worries of this court date are going to hill him over you. And that's part of the devil's hand, but hold true to where you're going. And Father, we just pray for the knowledge and wisdom to fall, flow down upon Brian, to completely fill him and overwhelm him and to give him the confidence and strength as he walks on that rock of Christ. And Father, we rebuke any punishment on this and we declare proper justice, a justice rooted in mercy, which is going to be rooted in the testimony of the heart. And you know that heart, Father, more than anybody, more than us. And though we've heard a beautiful testimony here of honesty, you know the the heart of Brian and his family. So Father, we're just asking that you just pray down a a beautiful testimony upon Brian. And again, we're reminded of the broken system of law in which we live under and a need for us to step into the authorities given to us in this land, that the government is subordinate to the will of the people and not the other way around, that we are truly sovereigns. So Father, there seems to be an important part of this that Brian's living into, which is declaring his sovereignty through common law. So we ask for that blessing to continue to flow upon him. And may his family be comforted, Jesus, by your love, knowing that what they have been building and what they've been doing is truly in the pursuit of being sovereigns, knowing that that walk will not be easy. Guide them, bless them, and and give them the resources need and the wisdom. Fill his heart with the wisdom needed to step into that courtroom and to speak truth to power. And may the judge and may the court now be, may, be humbled before the throne. For they themselves know what is right and what is wrong. And they need to get out of their idea of everybody needs to be punished and start having the heart of mercy of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Scott and Nikki. Could we say a prayer for Society Dweller? He has been missing in action on chat for several weeks, and a few of us are connected for him, concerned for him. We had we had been praying for him in bended knee, and he was pretty regularly in live chat on podcast. His name is Jerry, and he is 73 and lives alone in Indio, California, according to Jack Tard. I am going to call Calvary Chapel in Chino Hills, where he sometimes volunteers at the services and see if they have any contact information, if they could perhaps check in on him for us. Many thanks. A higher calling. This is really a beautiful prayer on on another level, and it's the concern. We have built an amazing fellowship that we don't often know each other personally, but we come to know each other through the interactions and chat. And for anybody that's here today that's new in chat, I will tell you this is a different environment than you'll ever be in. This is an environment that's evolved to with a true sense of family, with respect and love for each other, and an unbelievable ability to flex and flow with things. Now, uh, even reading this morning in Telegram that there was a dispute going on between a couple of people, and it's the honesty of the heart in those statements, and which was a, whoever wrote this, and I'm not, I don't even remember who it was, but it was great. It was something like, the words you say continue to divide. And so rather than respond, I'm choosing not to respond and to let this go. There's a maturity that has happened in Bar's nation that is unlike many communities. I'm not gonna say all, but many. And it's a maturity that has come about through our, our eyes on Christ and understanding that we are imperfect, and that through the imperfection of the way we communicate, sometimes things misthread. I've fallen victim of that, and and as well. But we've come together to knit together an amazing family. So m- many praises to I hire calling for bringing this out to be aware of somebody that has been not around in chat. So Father, we are just praying right now for Society Dweller. Uh, real name is. Jerry and just praying that he he's okay. And really what Father, what we're praying for more importantly right now is, is to to hear from him and to get an update. But if he's not okay or if something has happened to him, we pray for that word to be delivered and that um, so that we can step in and support and help as need be. And we just pray that Jerry's strong and, and well and that this time right now may be a little more than just the time of the summer. Maybe there's an event going on. Maybe there's some firefighting going on. I don't know, whatever these reasons. But whatever the reason is, Father, we just ask that there can be some connection made and that there'll be a mobilization if need comes about to mobilize, to support Jerry and to help him forward. And if, if something greater, then Father, then we pray for his healing and his restoration fully. Bless him, guide him, and bless higher calling for bringing this prayer forward. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Pr- May I ask for a prayer from my right eye? It was struck by a laser which caused a cataract to form, Jimmy. Well, Jimmy, we, we, we're just declaring healing over your eye. And Father, we just place our hands up and pray deep and hard into Jimmy's eye Pray for the removal of the cataract, and we pray for the restoration of the vision and this complete healing from head to toe. Bless him, guide him, and restore that vision. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers needed for my sister and family who live in Medical Lake, Washington. The fire is still very out of control. Her house is in the thick of it, but they believe the house has been spared. There is such power in prayer. That fire took another route, which we started to pray yesterday. I hope and pray to have a strong testimony to share in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'll give an update as soon as possible. Update. Praise report and praise to the Lord. The Lord protected their house and property. Thanks for praying. Prayers also needed for our friend and mechanic. His name is Josh. He now has six new growths in his bladder, which have been biopsied. He has already been through the this the that stinking bladder cancer once. We know that God is in control and not and not those doctors who are trying to scare him. This man is a new believer, and we pray in his faith, and is not shaken. We stand in agreement for a miracle in the name of Jesus. Amen. Song, scripture, and my thoughts. Doctors do what's called spell casting. They don't even know they do it, but they're doing it all the time. And the spell casting is to tell you what is wrong and then to tell you a percentage of what the opportunity of life is. And there's never good news from a doctor. That's the one thing. You're not gonna go in and they're gonna be like, oh, I've got some great news. You've got cancer, but we can heal you. You don't hear that. You hear is, oh, you've got bladder cancer and you've got six nodes and you've got, as an example, 30% 30% chance of life. This is their spell casting, And the danger that anybody has in working with the medical industry is you can be subject to spellcasting. And spellcasting then can lock you and bind you into the physical world and produce a negative result. So, Father, we're, we're praying here today for Josh, who's dealing with bladder, growths in his bladder. And the first thing we're doing today, Father, is we're breaking... The chains of spell casting, any of the bonds that have been placed around him, and connections or doors that have been opened for the demonic, we break them and cast them out. We declare healing and restoration, fooling on his whole body. Those nodes, Father, we just we we just make them com- completely benign. And over the coming days, Father, we're just praying in and declaring a complete and total flushing of those of those nodes from his body. His bladder will be restored to the full capacity of perfection of heaven and that you'll feel that surge of energy come back into his body and that literally we're praying for the helmet of salvation to settle around josh so that anything spoken by those in the medical industry any forms of spell casting going forward will just completely be scrambled and and turned or and turned instead to, to the messages of joy love and restoration we place a hedge of protection around josh and just Pray for his full and complete healing with the with the blood and the flow of the Holy Spirit throughout all of all of his life and his days. Father, we also want to just have a word of praise for for song for song scripture in my thoughts, sister and family, who lived in Medical Lake, Washington, and for protecting their home and diverting the fire. We know the power of prayer and we continue to, we'll use this now increasingly as our weapon against evil, that we, evil cannot uh, do the destruction it thinks as long as we set our, our prayer in action and disrupt its flow in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Please pray for Matthew, a young ER doctor who was diagnosed yesterday with a brain mess at the brain, at the base of his brain. He is not Christian and didn't, did, did uh, take a shot, take the shot. Patricia, I think we did this already, but we'll do it again. So, Father, we just pray for Matthew. And I believe this is a recurring prayer that we had earlier today for this diagnosis of a, brain mass, a mass at the base of his brain. It's irrelevant that he's not Christian. This is a process of healing and transforming and sowing seeds. So, Father, we just pray in for a miracle of healing, declare healing over Matthew, and may these seeds settle in, and may the true sense of who Matthew was biblically inspire him And open his heart and may he live into the name to literally decide a path to sever from where his roots are in medical to realize that where he's going forward now is something greater than even he understands. Guide him in this path, Father, like the path, like on the walk of Paul and the road to Damascus. Jesus, please show your face as we pray, for, as we declare healing over Matthew in Christ Jesus' name. We are putting our house on the market now. That my dad has passed, Father. If you want us out of the city to buy land, please sell our house in record time. You have given me a date. It is a word from you. Let it be on the twenty-eighth of August. I also I ask that we get a full price or over. Amaze the realtor so that you can sell for above what we ask. Please show your power to sell, Father. Lead us to the land you want us. To have with buildings fencing well sewer road trees for wood may we use the land to your glory and to help others lead and guide us father father I lift your lift up your remnant place us exactly where you want us and to use us to grow your kingdom and help those left behind provide for all of us and protect father be be with all in Maui may we lay uh, them at your feet and ask that you provide, protect, and use the horrible time for your glory. For we know all things work together for good, and those who love you are called according to your purpose, Faith Watson. So, Father, we what we're going to pray here today is that it's a, it's a process, really, of direction, your will, and resources. So as I know you know my heart, I'm I'm always cautious on praying for money and dollar things because it's so much a part of the Babylonian system that we're in. And so, Father, it's it's the center of resources, whatever form that takes. And may this transition for Faith Watson and her family be one of smooth and well-directed in the steps ahead. That... The vision given here is a desire to seek a place outside the city. And obviously the anchor here is the house they currently have. And so, Father, what we're asking for is by your hand and the miracles which you work to make this transition move beautifully. May the doors open that only you can open. And may this dream of leaving where they are to go to a route to where they could steward land and claim it for kingdom and to continue to follow that path in Jesus. May that door be opened wide, and that door be opened wide so that, the, so that the move and transition is seamless and gloriful and represents the glory of kingdom. And may that happen in whatever many forms that you can use that. May we not box you in by specifics, but rather open the doors for the blessings of heaven to flow. And may those blessings of heaven flow down mightily through the lives of, whether it's the selling of the house over asking price or whatever opportunities come that make this vision and make this dream manifest in in the nature and form the kingdom desires, may you guide that and may this happen in, in record time. May you bless this and we declare this over them in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Today I hydroplaned and rotated into this center divisor and totaled my trusty CRV. I'm generally fine, but my arms and shoulders took the brunt, impacting brunt impacting the spine. Fam urged me to reach out to my Cairo to get it get on it done. Prayer for resting, stabilizing of spine and for transportation. Peace for for my, for fam. Thank you. Blessings to all. Update. Thank you all for your concerns, words, and prayers. Overall, considering what I went through, doing amazingly well, went to Christian Cairo Monday, who took x-rays, measurements, energy flow, temps of spine at at each vertebrae, and gave me an adjustment. Very tight, of course. However, we will review the x-rays and get a second adjustment. I have full functionality, just tightness and pinching, does doing lots of stretching, lots of water, and avoid strenuous movement like working out, or my kenpo karate. Family is calmed. Pray the X-rays don't show major damage. That the bones and muscles get back to where they belong to return to work. I have stopped around the house. I have, I have stopped around the house, and that there is no longer term, no longer term consequence. I'll give an update here after tomorrow. Nevertheless, thank you for all your love and prayers. You are nuts. You are not surprisingly amazing. Love you in Christ, Brother Greg. Well, Brother Greg, there's, as I read this, just a nudge that I'm told to tell you is don't totally step back on your kenpo karate. There's a, there's something about martial arts, and I speak firsthand, of miraculous healing. Go easy, but don't step back from it completely. There's something powerful here. Father, we are declaring miraculous and near instantaneous healing, Brother Greg. In fact, we'll take instantaneous healing. We're praying just for a a powerful flow of the Holy Spirit to flow upon Greg. Whatever caused that car wreck, Father, we're just praying for a hedge of protection around him and breaking of any chains and bonds that might be influencing or any demonic at hand. And even if it seems inconsequential, we know very well that demons have a way of trying to work their way into our lives. And so we rebuke any of that influence and establish a hedge of protection around Brother Greg. And now we pray for just raising up in, uh, in, in him the power of the Holy Spirit to flow through from head to toe, from feet to head, and from heaven to earth to truly fill him fully, both the spiritual and physical, and that any of this aches and pains that are going on, that there's often a root deeper than that, and that any of those roots that are tying and binding that pain are broken and severed, and that with this, there's a complete Transformation and restoration of the body. May he be healed. May he be restored in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, Bart's family. I'm asking for prayers for Mindy. She was born with Crouzon syndrome and has never and was never treated for it. Cruzons is where your skull fuses together prematurely. She's now 42 and her head is still the size of a small child. Her body has compensated by pushing brain fluid into her cyst sac, totally encompassing her spine. When When no doctors would help, she turned to street drugs at an early age to deal with the pain. She has had a hard life, been in rehab for six years, and no relapses. Now the pain is unbearable. Brain pressure is increasing. Eyes are bulging. Migraine pain constantly. Doctors are afraid to touch her case because it of her former habits and doubt she would survive surgery. She is a Christian, right for liberty. Oh. You know, I doctors just get under my skin after a while. It's like, where is the courage? Where is the courage to step in and try to do things? And there is no courage because all they think about is liability and malpractice. God doesn't have malpractice. So today. We're going to show the surgeons how that works. Father, we have a child of heaven here, Mindy, who for whatever reasons was born with a malady that sadly was not treated and now is suffering an enormous pain. And Father, she's been through a difficult walk with addictions and now recovery, but this pain is now becoming unbearable. That pain is not of you. That pain does not come from heaven. And so, Father, we break those chains and rebuke that pain and cast it back to the lake of fire where it belongs. So, Father, we're praying now for a miracle of healing. This is no different than where we began today, the restoration of life. Father, as we start to pray into this, even myself and my own testimony before the throne and my testimony to all that are here, we hear those whispers of saying, can we really fix it? And we know the answer is yes. We can. We will. So Father, we're declaring powerful, powerful healing today over Mindy. Not just the pain going away. We're praying for the restoration of her body. The undoing of the Crouzons syndrome. This takes us back to the root. The very core of who she is. Father, may this be a miraculous healing. Not to take weeks and months or years, but rather to begin instantly and a slow and steady process for the body to rebuild and reform and take her into a new season of life. We pray for miraculous and powerful healing, instantaneous healing. And we don't just pray for it, Father. We're declaring it with our authorities and the connection of power of creation. That Mindy is will be and is now becoming restored as we speak. And may the pain be pulled away. No more pain. And may the the head begin to reshape and the plates that are now fused begin to unlock as they should have in when she's young. And may she now feel the pain and the fluid of her spine start to go back to the normal balance of where it should be. And all of that connection and that evil that's there that drew her into drugs as the devil laughs, we rebuke that completely and we place a hedge of protection around her and we rebuke any demonic and break any of the chains that are there. And with the breath, as Mindy breathes in, let the power of the Holy Spirit flow through her in Jesus. We just ask that you'll be there. We ask that you'll show your face. And this is where we need the miracle, the true power of the blood, to heal a child, a young child of only 42 in kingdom. May the pain be cast out and may the body be restored in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hi, Bards family. I'm requesting prayers for my grandson, Grace and Alexander Peich. He's diagnosed with Lyme-induced autism. He was vaccine injured and was exposed to mold. My daughter moved to a clean house now, and he is being treated holistically. He is five years old and doesn't speak. I have been praying for him since he was born. He has been through so much of his young age. My daughter, son-in-law too. I'm praying for a miracle. The whole body restoration. In Jesus' name, Amen. Andrea G. Andrea, we're praying for that miracle too. But we're not just praying for it. We're declaring it today. This is a day of restoration, Father. This is a day of miracles globally. And we're coming before the throne to again lay before you Our role, our path, letting go of our doubt, letting go as we do our own walk in this, each of us breaking the chains of doubt or fear, hesitation, breaking the chains of burdens of anger and and any sort of negative emotions, but instead stepping into this place of love. This young boy, Grayson, Alexander, is too young to go through these sufferings. But what we do know is it's the sufferings of heaven build a stronger warrior in Christ. The sufferings of this world, I should say, build a stronger warrior in Christ. You did not intend for him to suffer, but he is. So, Father, we're praying heavily for Grayson and not just praying. We're just declaring healing over him. And this is a whole body healing, a declaration of complete restoration within this young boy all of those, inf- those things that are infecting him and have infected him, we just see the power of the Holy Spirit just flow through him and flush that out. And the symbol is this, the words spoken from his mouth. May those words be Jesus. And may he speak now into the world. And may the, may the earth shake when he does. May this child who has been trapped now be freed the chains broken the power of the holy spirit filled and may his eyes be opened and the scales fall and now may he come to the full power and light in which he's intended to be bless him and jesus please ask again as a little one to place yourself before him to reveal your face so that he can see you and understand what he needs to do to entrap or release from the entrapment, to step into you and to speak the words Jesus. Grayson, speak Jesus. It's declared in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. My youngest daughter blocked my entire family phone and Facebook. Please pray for her to be delivered from the cult of LGBTQ and the devil, her witchcraft partner, with God, all things are possible. She was a believer, Nicole. Nicole, she's always a believer. She's not left that away. She's been blinded. That's all it is. And so it's a blinding that has to be broken. I don't know anything about her partner. Um, I I would not, I'm just from a sense of a prayer, I understand the emotions, but I doubt that her partner is the devil. Witchcraft is one of these very alluring things to this younger generation. And part of it is it produces results of power that the Christian church has failed to deliver on. We are the sons and daughters of the Most High. We have the power and anchor in creation. And yet, again, like this entire day is about, we fail to step into that role. And that's what we're doing today is claiming that, that territory, claiming that ground, a transition from where we were yesterday and this morning into a greater works as we leave today. So this, Nicole, we're definitely praying for your youngest daughter. And that blocking is a a demonic part of separating so you can't reach her so the demons can get around her. Whatever influences around your daughter, we, we place a hedge of protection around her in Christ Jesus. We just ask that you'll be there and just put your hands and reveal your face to this young lady. And may the power of the Holy Spirit flood in. And whatever demons are there, you're cast out, rebuked completely and cast into the hands of Christ himself. Jesus, we give you these demons to do with as you wish. But they can no longer touch Nicole's daughter. The cult of LGBTQ is rooted in a demonic spirit. It's It's an influence that's leading children astray. And the sad part about it is that there's very few places for them to go in a time when the church is broken, the communities are broken, and the community that's reaching out for the wrong reasons but nonetheless is reaching out is the LGBTQ community. It's a lonely walk for young people. And though parents do all they can, nonetheless, seeking fellowship amongst their own leaves a huge void. It's hard to walk on their own, especially in this climate. And the only ones doing the major reach out are the ones that are being walked, led by the darkness. That's LGBTQ. LGBTQ a sad statement, but it's a great moment here for us as we pray into this and break those bonds, shatter those connections. And Jesus, we just, we're just asking upon the authorities given to us for you to present yourself before this young lady, to remind her she's never alone, even though at times it may feel that way, that you're always there. And may your presence be a tremendous presence of healing and even hearing the shrieks of the demons race away to leave her alone. She is now protected as the property of kingdom, as a, as a child of kingdom. She is, there's a no go zone here for her partner and this witchcraft stuff. We break out, we break any spells and rebuke any of the, of this work that's being done. We place a hedge of protection around the entire family and we sever that tie, that bond has now been placed. It's a it's a casting of a spell that has promoted pr- provoked Nicole's daughter not to communicate. We break that chain. And that spell is now cast aside. It has no more, no more power anymore. And the power of witchcraft that sits around Nicole's daughter's partner is no more. We've we've severed those powers, we've severed that necromancy way, and we have completely isolated it. And it is only to your own. And to a warning to anybody in Nicole's daughter's life, casting spells, doing witchcraft, everything you say will return upon you now. We declare it in the blood of Christ sevenfold. This is not a game. So, Father, we're declaring healing and restoration of the emptiness within Nicole's daughter's walk in life. May she now find that longing as the spells are broken and the eyes of heaven are given her to see, to reach out to her mother, to have a conversation, and to hear the words of love. And may love here be the shattering moment for all the darkness around her to set her free in Christ Jesus' name. Just got a call from my childhood best friend and a sister in Christ, who was just diagnosed with stage one breast cancer. Thankful she called to ask for help, please pray for Jen to have faith in Father to heal her. I told her to take dominion over all the creatures and to treat the cancer as a parasite and speak commanding prayer into it while also cutting all carbohydrates and adding antiparasitics for six weeks before visiting the doctor again, considering removing or considering any, removing any part of her body. Squeaks. Good call, Squeaks. You're going to be like the anti-cancer I'll think of it in a minute. I had a good thing going and I just dripped and lost it. It fell out of So anyway, anti-cancer disciple. There you go. Something like that. All right. So here's the deal. Good advice all the way around. And it resonates well with what Father's nudging. That part of what we have to do is literally be able to we have to get ourselves pivoted to where we're breaking the cast, the spell casting. That's what's so important here. She's been told. Think about how how draconian this is. She's been told she has stage one breast cancer, and right away they're going to start can- scheduling her to have her God given ability and, and part of her body severed from her, cut away. That's a that's a form of sacrifice, and the spell casting is there to plant that seed to, to feed the cancer. So good call, Squeaks, on, the, on getting a preposition But we're going to go further, Father. We are we are going to pray a hedge of protection around this best friend and sister in Christ of Squeaks. I, 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 Squeaks, sometimes you're going to have to tell me where that name comes from, because as a as a Navy pilot, I'm wondering if it was your seat. I'm wondering if every time you got in, it squeaked. It might be. Maybe maybe it was your helmet or something too, with a visor that kept squeaking. I'm going to figure this out one of these days. Anyway, Father. We, are, we pray a, a hedge of protection around Squeak's friend and truly just we break any spells and any any spell casting, any bonds that are influencing her. We know very well the medical community, whether they realize it or not, become agents of spell casting. And so any of those influences are now severed and cast aside. The chain's broken, and any of the effects of those spell castings are just cast out. And in that, as those are cast out, we're praying for the power of the Holy Spirit to just literally just flow through Squeak's friend. And her name is Jen. I just saw that. Apologies. So Jen, we're just praying for that power of the Holy Spirit to just flow through you and heal you. Biggest thing here, Jen, is step away from the fear. Your friend, your child, your your, your brother in Christ is telling you the 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 same word God would give, you need to get yourself eating properly, step away from carbohydrates, step into those things, take away those fuel of the parasites, go through an antiparasitic treatment and trust in that walk. And so if you listen to the doctors, they're going to use their necromancy ways to lead you into pain, step away from that and step into the power of faith and the glory of how we nurture this temple of ours. And Father, we just declare total and complete miraculous healing over Jen. And as she steps into the next meeting of the doctors, let the doctors be stunned and have no words to explain the miracles of healing. Once again, to turn that upon the necromancers upon themselves, that their words mean nothing are cast back upon them. And that every person that we pray for going forward here, Father, is we are praying the same thing, to reverse the spells that are cast upon them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. This is a prayer request. I am in severe need of hip replacement. Several months ago, we discovered that I have metal hypersensitivity to sev- several metals used in hip plants. I have been waiting since May for a custom implant. And in the meantime, I'm in a lot of pain, and now the pain meds are, effect- are affecting my liver. I need the healing of Jesus. I am a believer and follower of Jesus. Obstacle after obstacle has been placed before me. Please bring my prayer forward, request forward. We've prayed on this before, and it's why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. And I don't remember the content if it was last week or midweek. So it makes a difference. So, but I just know that the word has been given. We can't live in our narratives of pain. And this is very hard when you're in pain. I, I'm just absolutely convinced that's why God put me through such debilitating pain for literally six months this last year. Because I had to learn the process of not only cutting free the past, which affects our pain, but not living into the narrative of pain. The pain is not of God. It is not of Him. And therefore, it's not of us. So we have to begin by re- rebuking that. I can't imagine some of these pains. I have had extreme hip pain, and I have had extreme sciatica. Enough in my life to never want it again, trust me. But it begins with a pivot in the way we think. And so I say this because it's just put on me, and I don't know. remember when we said this, but if this prayer was given exactly as this last Saturday and is given again today and this Saturday, us praying over and over and over, Without a shift in the one receiving it, work, our work is going to be limited. So for eight one five four eight, which is who this prayer comes from, the word for you is you have to make the decision to shift. We're going to pray for you, and we will continue to pray for you, but you have to make the decision to shift. And prayers alone, unless you're willing to pick up the mantle, are not going to fix this problem. So, Father, we are praying for a miraculous sense of healing and relief of pain for 81548. Sound like something out of a science fiction movie. And you know who this person is. So, Father, this hypersensitivity to metal, these things that are going on, these are unfortunate consequences of modern medicine. And so we're we're praying and putting hands on a powerful transformation and in, in restoration. And may that power of restoration settle in deeply deep to where the the ancient ties and bonds that is, this pain is coming from, the past histories that it's feeding from it, those are broken, but that the eyes of this individual are turned towards Christ in a more deep way, not just to look for the group to carry, but for this person to step in and walk across that threshold of the doorway that Christ is opening and holding open. Let us each have that strength, and as we step in and feel the power of the Holy Spirit flow upon this this woman, May it completely overwhelm and fill. And as this person steps forward and realizes that as we step forward and own, the prayers that are given are amplified over and over and over, and that the healing becomes miraculous. We break the bonds of the evil. We cast out the pain. This is not of Father. Unfortunately, it's of this world. And and we declare healing over this body to restore it to the perfection of kingdom. Amen prayer request. Peggy Quirk is a 66 year old woman who has has an abscessed tooth and the infection has spread from inflammation taking over half her face. She is a born-again believer who was abused in her youth and struggling to trust even Christ at times therefore did not tell anyone about her health and she fears the establishment in the system of health care. She was raised three she has raised three thriving adult daughters, carries a lot of doubt in raising of her children carries a lot of doubt in the raising of her children and their faith and often runs from god instead of running to god as vulnerability has been taken advantage of in the past father in heaven in this moment we bind and rebuke the enemy and his attempts to dismantle peggy's health and declare your promises over her and declare her mouth and entire body healed in the blood of jesus the experiencing The enemy uses fear in Peggy's life to keep her from asking, receiving, and experiencing a total surrender to you and the prosperity you intended for her and her family. Lord, the the infection within her body we cast out. To the demons we shout, leave her at once by the authority of Jesus Christ, along with the spirit of fear, resentment, anger, doubt, and hopelessness. Fill her from the awesome power of the Holy Spirit and give her peace. She has been able to experience. She has not been able to experience. Set people in her path that will show her the salt and light of Christ so much that she desires to give all herself to you, Father, and let the salt and light she receives ooze from her pores and kill every demon that comes with in vicinity dead on contact. For Peggy's daughters, we pray the fruits of the Spirit be abundant in her presence, drawing her close to you, Lord, and allowing her the awesomeness of being in your presence, and allowing you to work in us, fear be gone. Jesus is her Lord and Master. Comfort her and protect her, and we know you will re- reveal yourself to Peggy in great boldness. That she will be, she will understand that fear is from the enemy and bears no grip over her. Let her receive you and grow in faith. Continue to cast all her cares on you, and walk in adorning. Love loyal faith for all her needs, regardless of her complexity in the mighty healing name of our Savior Jesus. Amen, warriors for Christ. Okay, Father, this is a difficult moment for Peggy. She is unfortunately somewhere along the way there's been some trauma that has caused her to deviate from that path and led her to the wide gate rather than steering her to the the narrow gate. We totally rebuke any of those influences that have set around Peggy. And we just ask for a settling within the spirit, just a calming and a cleansing of that of the inner spirit. It, it seems so restless and it's, there's a demonic connection there. It's restless because it doesn't want her to seek you and keeps drawing her away with agitation in the sense of running. It's the spirit of distrust. So father, we rebuke that spirit of distrust and we break those binds and chains. And whatever that trauma is that causes that, we're praying for the Holy Spirit to just flow upon her and to heal that wound. May the blood of Christ be the salve that heals. And as we pray for the healing of the wound, we're also praying for the strengthening of the armor to heal and to seal. The strengthening of the armor so that the enemy has no more opportunity. And all demons and all enemy attacks on her are now rebuked and she's a hedge of protection is placed around Peggy. And in this moment then, we just pray, Jesus, that you can make yourself present to reveal your face and to just allow her to see you and to understand the true magnitude and glory of you as king so that when she sees that, all of these things that have been holding her back or causing her to run away are just melted to the ground. And that the honest innocence of quiet space with you and her becomes the moment in time that is transformational. And then with this, all of this pain that she's dealing with, the the hesitation to get medical care, the distrust goes away. And with it, the abscessed tooth and all the infection that's there, which is truly part of this process of the enemy trying to take her down, that is healed and restored. And we declare immediate, miraculous healing over Peggy in Christ Jesus' name. I have an update on seven-year-old Benson. He's had two spinal surgeries in the last two days. He will be hospitalized for six months to one year. His father, Dustin, not coming back to Durango, will remain in Albuquerque to be with him. Melanie. I believe he, this was a young boy that was, uh, I think he was in a car accident. So, okay. Father, Jesus, this is another one of these. Just, It just seems we rack him up all the time, that the little ones just become the target of evil and the victims of pain. Six months to a year of hospitalization is not right. And this is going to center on whether we believe that's the right way or whether we believe in kingdom way. We declare miraculous healing and restoration of this young boy. Hospitals are where he will end up suffering and dying. Whatever this injury that has caused us, Father, all that's been done is the mechanical part of this history, this healing. The greater part of this healing is spiritual. So from heaven into earth, may the power of the Holy Spirit flow down and restore and heal that spine of Benson and transform his body from broken to perfection. We are not asking this to be done over years, We're praying that this begins immediately and that the root of the pain, the root of the evil be be transformed into the root of love and healing. And that through this, just the power of the Holy Spirit flow through him completely. And Jesus, we ask that you'll show your face, that as he places his eyes on you, truly understanding the root of where all this healing has come from, may this healing be instantaneous and may this young boy awaken tomorrow with the beginnings of transformation, if not completely transformed. And Father, we, we know that some of this is your will, but when it comes to healing, Father, we, we are declaring with the, with the authorities given to us and the root in creation itself, that this young man, Benson, be completely transformed and healed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please keep a neighboring community, Northwestern Schools in Clark County, Ohio, in your prayers. This morning, a Honda Odyssey went left of center and hit a school bus. The bus bus tried to miss the car and and swerved over to the shoulder. The van still hit the bus on the side. The collision sent the bus down an embankment and it rolled. The bus was full of elementary students on their way to the first day of school. One student was killed and 20 others were injured, with one being seriously injured. The driver of the Odyssey and the passenger were taken to the hospital. One family will never get it, get to hug their child again." Amy Burroughs. The pattern that is happening right now, and is very clear as I'm reading this prayer, as the Father is laying on my heart, this is the enemy using vulnerable people to strike always at children. Remember, the root of creation is tied to children. That's why they abort. That's why they mutilate. That's why they kill and sacrifice. And whether this family is aware of it or not, they were used. This driver was used by the hand of the devil for however that was done. It is never more important than now that we get people to understand that we must stand mightily in faith and that we must keep our armor up at all times. The enemy is moving and lurking. And this is, we just cannot stress that enough to people. But we're not letting the enemy's narrative win here, like everything else. Father, we are coming to the throne today for 20 children, 21 children that were rolled in this accident by the influence of evil itself. Whatever the cause, this was a target, an easy target for the enemy to try to gain yet more sacrifice and more attempts to disrupt creation. We rebuke that completely at its root. Father, we're, we're, we're coming to you to plead this. Not only do we pray for the immediate and miraculous healing of these 20 children, that whatever trauma has been placed on their heart, Jesus, Jesus, we just ask that you'll place yourself before them. That you'll place yourself before them. Reveal your face and heal them completely in the spirit and in the physical. For the one that's in critical condition. Father, we place our hands over him or her, this child, and we pray miraculous and instantaneous healing. Whatever has befallen of this child, physical, internal, external, the power of the Holy Spirit and the declarations given to us rooted in the the blood of Christ and in the creation itself, we are restoring this child and we declare restoration and healing. And now, Father, for number 21, the child that was lost in this accident, we don't accept that. And we're pleading to the throne today as we are praying for miracles across this world, as we are taking the narrative of the, of the enemies away from it, this constant idea that we have no power, we declare authority over this. We declare authority over, over this in moment and we declare raising the dead, to raise this child up and to restore him to his life, to join his family once again, and to literally be seen as the miracle hands of heaven. Let this be a moment, Father, that life is restored. Hope is restored, and the enemy is left again without any ability to control the narrative. We rebuke that narrative that the enemy is doing to leave permanent scars that seem to last generations. We break those chains of generational curses. We break those chains of generational scars, and we cast them out and rebuke them completely as we place the power of heaven upon these children, and even number 21 who's passed, to restore them, to revive them, and to. Re- bring them back into the fullness of what they were intended in this world in christ jesus name amen sweet Barts family will you please pray for me i've been having severe health problems with some pain with prayer and with holistic supplements i've been able to do mostly all the needs to be done the last two days i've i have a high fever and a horrible headache papa has healed me many times before and i believe that it will be healed again my heart is happy to be in this place with fellowship. We are prayer warriors. I am humble in my prayer request. Blessings, Mary all in. Of course, Mary all in, we'll pray for you. Of course we will. Ah, another sip of coffee. Gotta get amped up for this one. There's some interesting things that are cropping up on this pain stuff. It's making me wonder if this is all 5G garbage. Which doesn't mean we can't rebuke it. It just changes the kind of the focus of how we do our prayer. Really nasty. These people. Father, I'm trying to be patient and not think of nasty things to do to these evil, but my imagination is amazing that I could come up with. They need to be thankful that you're their father, not me. Father, We're just going to begin by placing a hedge of protection around Mary all in. And to just fill that space completely with the joy and love of the Holy Spirit. And just take this down to the root. Whatever this pain is in, we know this is not of you. And so we rebuke this pain, cast it back out. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll take that influence, whatever is driving that pain. We present it before you to do as you wish. But Father, we're staying mission forward, task on. This is our mission to heal and to restore. And so Father, we pray and declare massive healing and restoration of Mary all in. And may this high fever be broken, may the headaches be dissipated. And may that helmet of salvation sit around her to repel any of that in the future. Any influences there, the demons trying to break in, you've got nothing. This armor of Mary All-In has been restored to the mightiness of Father Himself. You cannot penetrate, you cannot enter, you cannot come in. And Jesus, we just ask that as the blood cleanses, you will just restore not only the health, but even the rest of Mary All-In to find rest and comfort within you, without outside of you, and through her daily life. Bless her and guide her in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. A prayer request. My mom was suddenly developed aggressive cancer. Just got the news today, a couple of weeks ago, as she is not willing to do any more testing or treatments. Jackie, dear sister, you invited me to your church, and in that immense blessing, mom attended also. I have tried for years to get mom to church, and only after attending your church did she find love for Jesus. Bards, without you... I would not have found Jackie, and without Jackie, Mom would not have known the joy and peace of a loving church family. My prayer is not just to plead the ease of suffering of my mother and so many others, but also the prayer of gratitude for the love and support found here. Update. My mom passed away this afternoon. The sudden aggressive cancer took just a few days when I thought I would have a few weeks. Desala. De Salah, we, we carry, we feel the pain of the loss. And I think the words that come to me immediately as I read this is, do not let any guilt settle in on your heart. The statement that you thought you would have had a few weeks, we all all have what we are given. Rest easy in that. These types of cancers are unusual, but they're part of the time in which we live. Crazy, crazy things that are going on. Jesus, we just ask that you put your arms around Isala and just the comfort of knowing the peace and the love that only you can deliver. May the mightiness of your presence and the glory of all that you are fill Isala completely from head to toe these challenges that we live in life, life is a process of death at some point, the way that we currently live. And though we rebuke the principles of how death manifests, nonetheless, this is where we struggle right now. Deasala, we just pray for your heart and we pray for the, the soothing salve of the blood of Christ to heal that wound and that loss. It's an emptiness. But now... We pray for the filling of the Holy Spirit to just completely fill your life and fill you completely. And may the memories of your mother fill you completely. May the joy of knowing that your mother founded church and came to Christ fill you completely. And we pray for your mother. We pray for just the memory of her to continue to settle on in the, in the glorious and wonderful ways that it can. And may she be remembered for who she was. And may your heart be filled with all that you are as a daughter, and all that she gave you. Forget the negatives if there are some, which we always have some, but focus now on the gifts given. And may those gifts fill you and strengthen you and empower you to do greater things in this world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers needed. I have broken my wrist last week, and I am really slow at texting and everything else. Patience is virtue, Kelly. No. Kelly, patience is not a virtue when we deal with pain and a broken wrist. (laughs) And this is not a nick on you, but it's again, we have to change our narratives. We have to stop accepting suffering and pain as a process of anything. God did not put us here to be suffering and pain. That's the fallen world. So again, this is not a rebuke to Kelly, but it's the power of words. We have the power of words in life and death. So, Kelly... We don't accept patience as a virtue because you broke your wrist. We accept miraculous, gloriful, spontaneous healing of your wrist. So father, we declare incredibly miraculous, powerful healing of kingdom on Kelly's wrist. It's not acceptable to have her continue to be in pain. And though it may be a process, part of this prayer is that we are that we continue to release ourselves from the bondages of words. That we continue, that we start to speak life, not death. That we start to speak healing, not pain. That we start to speak rapid, miraculous healing rather than long, burdensome trials. And may that affect everybody's heart that's here today. May this prayer request from Kelly be one that's answered with the gift and the glory of understanding that we are a I can, I will people, not one that has to suffer pain to get somewhere. We know that the trials are given to us by the fallen world. It makes us stronger. But we truly, truly pray in a miraculous way for the miracles of healing for Kelly and her wrist. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. This Prodor 54 I would like to give an update on my prayer request for my niece. I mentioned that a a spell was cast on her youngest and they were seeing faces at night. Through the help of others, a pastor was referred and had a meeting with my family individually and followed up by going to the apartment to cast out the demons. She told me that the kids all left that meeting accepting the Lord and their Savior. Amen. I'm grateful for the help. But know that this is far from being over. Keep praying for Father to oversee this family. This is a family with so much going against it, for they have been dealt the worst hand in life. They know nothing after other than a welfare state and live in government housing and surrounded by non-believers. They need to move from this environment. It's unlikely it will even happen. So their struggle may be within with them for a long time. There are three kids ages 12, 7, 5. I pray they truly believe in the Lord and have him as a Savior. For their age, I'm not sure they understand. I pray this pastor can do the works. The Lord can help them all. Okay, this is a rebuke. 1,000% rebuke. Everything about this prayer request. Who sent this? Prodor 54. Love you, man, but you got to hear me. You are literally casting. This is word spell casting that you're doing and it is unacceptable coming from a Christian. We do not spell cast doom upon people or doubt, and we do not lock Father out with the words that we speak to limit what can be done. Father, we completely rebuke this limitation that's placed upon this family. 100%, we rebuke it. This truly is a spell cast. Unintentional, but a spell cast. So we break the binds of the spell cast. What we know is that this family, the kids, left that meeting accepting the Lord as Savior. And part of this foolishness that we live in this world is we somehow think that children don't have the capacity to appreciate the power of the Holy Spirit. Children, as Christ reminds us ourselves, we must all become like children to get into heaven. They have the eyes for heaven. They have the eyes to see across the veil. They have the eyes and ears to hear you, Father. We're transforming this prayer completely, rebuking all of the limitations placed upon it, and we say this. Father, may the gift of three little ones that have accepted the Lord and Savior be amplified a thousandfold. May their ability to speak into the world with the love of Christ fill that household. May their inspiration of accepting the Lord inspire their parents to break the chains and binds of the things that bind them through the state and the welfare system. And may it inspire the parents to achieve higher. May the children become the engine of change. And through this, may they transform this household through the glory of their relationship in the Holy Spirit. Any of the demons that are there, it was the children that saw the faces. It was them. They understood because they can see across the veil. Now, Father, we pray for the strengthening of that vision, the strengthening of their might in that household to keep that household safe. We know this is not an easy moment, but we don't accept the chains and places of which they are. May this moment transform this household and we place a hedge of protection around the children, equally around the parents and equally around this household. And may we see the pourings of blessings of heaven pour upon them, that as the children are raised up, may their acceptance of the Lord and Savior be the blessing to the family that opens the doors that only you can open. And no matter where the parents are, may these doors that open continue to be a walk as a family together. And may those doors open and may this family continue to grow deeper in their relationship with Christ. And even if the parents take some time, may the blessings fall upon all of them, knowing truly that the origins of all of this root in our love in Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'll tell you, little ones are so powerful. They really are. Hi Bars family, just reaching out for continued prayers and support for my family and myself. My grandson, Charlie, is at Hartford Children's Hospital and quickly started his chemo treatment last Friday. They say if he was diagnosed a day later, his outcome would not look so great. He has ALL, a type of leukemia, apparently it's rare for his age, yet they are saying the treatment, he has a 95% survival rate. He has the same fevers, he had a blood transfusion, he is a grumpy little man who is sick of being poked at, but he read me his favorite stories and asked to see my bumblebees. The house they bought last year is a money pit filled with mold and extreme water damage. The insurance company is refusing to cover it. They refuse to bring Charlie back to the house, thank God, but that means they are basically homeless. We are hunting for lawyers that are pro bono and can help in anyone but its difficult situation. Our main focus is in Charlie and getting him well. They are all sleeping at the hospital for now. They are expected to be there for at least a month. Treatment is expected to be over the next two to three years. It will be over the next two or three years. Of course, I'm trying to figure out how to support him with alternative treatments. You know how that goes. People don't believe a dog dewormer will save you from a cancer. Of course, him being a baby makes people more nervous about alternative treatments. I haven't given up. It's been a battle for me physically with these issues I've had. I'm determined and stubborn. I will find ways to get myself and my Charlie, God, guidance and mercy of all. For those who can and feel compelled, my daughter and son-in-law have a GoFundMe started. As always, prayers are always welcome. Thanks again for your support. We'll put the GoFundMe up. This is from Jenny Lynn. Got to think on this a minute. I got a lot coming through on this one. So bear with me just a second. This healing of Charlie is tied to you, Jenny Lynn. This is generational. And I don't, this is a, this is a generational thing and it's rooted in pain. And you know, the exchanges that we had that, you know, in your heart, what I responded to, and you know what I what passage I gave you, read that passage, pick up your crate and walk. But there is a tie here between you and Charlie. This is generational. And it's classic generational stuff. So, Father, we're praying today a hedge of protection around this entire family. And we are breaking the chains of this generational curse. And we're going to begin our prayer into those chains around Jenny Lynn. Just to break those chains and to step in and follow that words of Jesus. To pick up your crate and walk. Father, for the little one, Charlie. May those generational curses be broken and severed. A hedge of protection is placed around him in the Holy Spirit just to fill his body and fill him full. If he's grumpy, it's good. It means he's angry. He's getting frustrated with not being allowed to live. He's got a spark, a good one. The two-year period of cycle, if the family isn't going to listen to alternative therapies, that's a challenge in the physical, but it's not a challenge in the spiritual. So we declare massive healing over Charlie, massive healing. And we, an immediate and miraculous healing. And we declare this in the authorities given to us in the blood of Christ, that Charlie is a, is a, is a child of heaven, he is a child of the most high. He doesn't need to go through two to three years. We break that, we break that curse. The spell casting that doctors constantly do, we pray and declare immediate and miraculous healing over Charlie. And rebuke any of the spell casting that's around and fill Charlie fully powerful with the Holy Spirit. May this time of trial make him stronger and mightier in kingdom. May he be given truly eyes to see. And Jesus, may you place yourself before him, put your hands on him, and let him be healed. Any of the generational ties that are going with him are severed and broken. Any of the demonic activity that's trying to reach into him, you're rebuked cast aside, bound forever to speak the words Jesus is Lord and placed before before the feet of Jesus to be dealt with. Our focus, Father, is on the healing and restoration of each person. And today we begin with rescue to break the generational curses. Now we pray for the healing of the physical body and the healing of the spirit in its root. And now we pray for the restoration of Charlie, not just to where he was, but greater than he's ever been in the powerful restoration of this body and spirit in the name of jesus christ our savior amen hello dear prayer warriors i just got a message on facebook from a longtime friend randy taylor that has been fighting cancer for a couple of years he just posted that his last test results were not good again that they found two more tumors one of my friend other friends who knows him well said that it's spread everywhere He's just not telling everyone that it is as bad as it is. This was his post asking for prayers. Prayers, I'm sorry. Hi my family and friends. Once again, I'm going to ask for prayers. Update on my last PT scan wasn't very good. I have two more tumors in my throat and the cancer has spread into my lungs. I'm sitting in the hospital getting tested to see if my body will tolerate new trial drug Kind of my last hope. If so, I will start next week. Ben a hell of a ride. Going to have a birthday party for Shannon in September. Would like to invite all my friends and family. Would love to see everyone before shit happens. Love you all. Thanks, Linda, for sending spending the day at the hospital with me. Sherry, Linz Green. Linz, we've got to, you've got to convince your friend not to do this. This is, as I'm reading this, this is literally what God's pouring down upon me. And I and it's something that I, I think was right before us and we're missing. We keep hearing, this is literally God showing me this. We keep hearing people going into PT scans and things getting worse. They're getting worse because the doggone scans are stimulating the parasitic growth. Whatever that energy is, we're going in to see, get a scan to see how things are when the scan itself is literally exploding the parasitic growth. Whew! this is such a vicious cycle they've created. Cancer is essentially at the root, parasites. So, Lynn's beautiful request for prayer, happy to support. But we're going to begin by just praying for Randy and that Randy has ears to hear. Father, we want healing and we know that we can and we will declare healing. But we want also a transformation in seeing the world. And so, Father, we're declaring eyes to see for Randy. I don't know his relationship with Christ. But we're in the business of sowing seeds. And you're in the business of helping those grow, Father. So we're all in this together. We're enjoying this path. So wherever Randy is with Jesus... Father, we're just going to begin by just praying into the sowing of seeds of the glory of of the Holy Spirit just to fill him and inspire him and to stimulate him to get rid of of the heaviness of where he's at. To not see where he's at as an end, but this is a new beginning, a process now where it's going to require a big step. This is the step across the threshold of the door that only Jesus can open or only you can open, Father, where we have to take a step through and trust in our faith. And what we're praying into, Randy, right now is that he will have that inspiration, that encouragement from deep within his heart that he will hear that push that can come from you, Father, for him to take the risk to step into a place that he hasn't been before. Break. The chains of the necromancers, break the chains of the spellcasters, the doctors, the medicine, the people that are telling him to go a certain direction when what they are offering is the trap, not the solution. Let that clarity or at least doubt settle in on his mind to question his next steps. He's not at the end. He's at a beginning, but he can't see the beginning because he's being told he's at an end. That's the spell cast. We break the spell cast. We cast it out. We rebuke it completely. And we surround him truly with a powerful head to protection of the Holy Spirit to fill his body with the enormous overflow of love. Linz, you're a bridge here, an important one. I don't know what contact you have with him, but you're a bridge, an important bridge because you're the one that's going to bring that light to him. You're going to carry it. You're the you're the you're the mantle bearer. You're the torch bearer. It's beautiful. And we're going to just pray into the anointing of that moment for you. We're just Father. We just ask and, and declare the anointing over Lens to be the torch bearer for Randy. That he can. That'll be the spark that just lights him up, and that the words spoken then, the be delivery of message in whatever form, whoever delivers it, whoever Randy will hear that he can trust these words will be heard, that he has to step away from the hospital, step in to the walk of faith. If if he's one of these and is, I have no idea where he's at here, I just keep hearing this, like if he has some doubts about Jesus, don't worry. We don't have to speak Jesus yet. Jesus will show himself. Jesus, we do pray and declare that you will come in and place your hands upon Randy, leave it unquestionable who you are. But in the meantime, We just want to see Randy step away and step into something different. This is parasitic. Both spiritual and physical are hitting him at the same time. And so we're praying into an understanding, a willingness to step in and try. If anything, Father, let the moment be so dire. Let the spell cast be so severe that there seems to be little hope. And it leaves Randy with a choice, one that's pretty obvious, to try something else rather than depend on the necromancers and spellcasters. Let the spell cast itself turn on its head so that when it's spoken, it lashes back at the doctors. The truth is revealed, and Randy turns his eyes over to another place to accept a walk. And always, as I say, it comes up over and over. She's just such a good person. Dr. Lee Merritt has those protocols. Try them. It's it's literally, we're starting to understand how simple this is. Strip, squeaks, you nailed it today. Strip from the carbs. Eat. Pro meat meat carnivore diet and try a parasitic parasitic treatment. Do that for six weeks. It's not you've got nothing to lose. And then let the doctors see where you are. Father, we just pray for this beautiful transition moment to happen upon Randy. We pray for the anointing of Liz to carry that mantle and we bless them all and surround them all with a hedge of protection in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for my wife, Kathy. Thank you, Bards Nation. She had a mammogram weeks ago, and they asked her to come in for another last week. They discovered anomalies in both breasts. See, there it is again. Okay, I, I'm just saying, it's just, it just it gets too, and once you see it, you can't not see it. She has a mammogram weeks ago. So they asked her to come back in, and whoops, lo and behold, anomalies in both breasts. Why? I swear this is like a complete war on women's reproductive issues. This is unbelievable. And they're calling it health and now wants to do a biopsy. We have been doing a a lot of praying and healing, and she will be doing a parasitic treatment after the medical, medical procedure. Unfortunately, the insurance company has decided not to pay for the mammograms or any biopsy either. May Jesus continue to help. Keep her healthy, uplifted, and good spirits. Thank you. Heyoka Empath, Love and Light, Reverend Sean White. Guess what? You got your answer. We're going to pray for it, but you got your answer. God just took away your insurance. You've got a choice. You can out of pocket and go in debt and be enslaved forever, or you can trust in the Father to lead you to this other treatment, which is going to be diet and parasite treatments. Literally, get away from the machines, man. I, and I'm telling you, this is really clear. And the Father is speaking this right now. This is unbelievable. What we're what we're starting to realize. So, Father, we are just praying for Kathy, and we want a couple of things here to break the chains of these spellcasters and these people that are luring her in. That's literally necromancer work, trying to draw her in. We we completely break and rebuke that and cast it out. Kathy, we're just praying that you have around you just a massive hedge of protection, war angels standing at the perimeter, and you're you're doing the right thing. So, Father, we just pray into the miraculous healing and pray that the moment the realization that insurance won't cover things is not a burden but a gift, transition, move towards God, away from them. You're being given the chains out of this, the pathway out. And so, Father, we pray for a massive healing upon Kathy. And just a, a shift in everything in life—to shift, to step away, to do against the, the what they're saying is the tide and flow with the with the river of heaven. May it be the treatments needed that are alternative and affordable. May it be the diet shift that's different, but get rid of those carbs. Seriously, you're feeding parasites. We got to get rid of the parasites. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention. I'm not a I'm not a doctor. I'm not a I don't wear a white coat. I don't live on TV. Just speaking what God's putting on my heart. So, you can investigate that yourself and don't look for me to be in a lab coat at a ministry location because it ain't happening. Not happening. So, Father God, we just literally are are blessed here in this moment and uh, to just be able to pray for Kathy And we just are praying miraculous and complete and total healing over here. We declare that healing in the name of the Holy Spirit and in the root of creation from which we pull. And this is truly a moment now that we're actually praying for the and thanking you for the blessings of the disruption and insurance to give clarity and opportunity to step into the gift of heaven. And Father, it's just amazing because, like, there's just so much insurance that you're placing upon me today. I just hope everybody can feel and may that assurance just flow through this entire community as we declare healing. We don't just speak it. We declare it in the name of Jesus, in Christ Jesus name. I have a prayer request. My daughter isn't doing well. She's in a mental health place. She's sick. And I think maybe it's a part, it's part demonic. We can't see her and I haven't spoken to her for a week. She needs deliverance spiritually and physically and mentally. Her name is Michelle. Her husband is Ryan. They have four daughters. Thank you, Jeff. Well, this is one of these fathers that we're just going to pray into massively. And uh, we're just placing a hedge of protection around Michelle. I have no idea what's what's. causing this and it's not real clear other than what the, what the prayer has said. So father, we're just going to place a hedge of protection around this family and around Michelle in particular. Any of the, I don't know where these people are, Michelle and her husband, Ryan and their four daughters. I don't know where they are in relationships with the Holy Spirit, but father, we just want this moment to be transformational. This is the restoration moment for this family. So we begin with a hedge of protection to flow in with the Holy Spirit and we cast out those demons and break the chains that may have been creating the binds. And any sort of spell casting that's been going on in their life or any sort of demonic influence has been opened up or we rebuke it. And any of those demons coming near this family anymore, you're bound and gagged to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity. And Jesus, we place those demons at your feet. And now we place our focus on love and healing. And so, Father, as we place our love, focus on love and healing, we fill this family truly with the power of the Holy Spirit. We declare the Holy Spirit to flow in and around and through each member of the family. And may this overwhelming power of love, and Jesus, we're asking that you make yourself, your face known to each one. May this overwhelming power of love sweep through them. And no matter where they are in relationship to to you, Jesus, may this moment be a next level. May this moment be a moment of either coming to you or witnessing you to make the decision to come to you, coming to you more deeply. But may that power of love, unprecedented power of love, fill this family and fill them, to raise them up and to do this together. May the may Ryan and may Michelle find that deeper love in themselves by through you, Jesus, not just through themselves. The struggle seems to be because the burdens have fallen on one for whatever reason. And that could just be demonic doing that in the, in the twists and turns of the whispers. Those are broken and cast out. They are no more. So, Michelle, you're literally free, but we know that to be totally, st- to maintain freedom, we have to accept Christ and speak Jesus into the world. So, Jesus, that's where we're asking for your presence here, that each one can see you, witness you, reveal your, the, the majesty of all you are, and to be given that choice, which ultimately there is no choice to accept you in so doing, to forever cast these demons out and to raise up in the mightiness of kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. That's an attack on a family again. They always do. Demons are doing this a lot. A prayer request for a reluctant old friend, Chad, in the gray room, landed on the wrong side of a biopsy last week and in need of prayers. He has a basal cell carcinoma but doesn't want the attention. Sorry, brother. We have the authority and we are going to use it right on Chris and MI. Nail it. I think that's Chris and MI from communist Michigan, which is awesome. We're going to have to crush that one next week, like break the chains in all the communist states. We'll take that on next week. Chad, the gray room, we're praying for you, brother. You don't get a choice in this. You don't get to, you don't get to do that. You don't carry this world on your shoulders. You know better. So that's that's humility. So the first lesson here, and this is God, it's a message here for you, Chad, is pride before the fall. Don't take it. Humble yourself and know that this community is always here for you because we're a family. And that's how we work. So, Father, this is a wonderful person. And this is a this is one of these things, again, that the medical industry has now presented with the results and the spell casting is negative, horrible, dark, and all this other stuff. We break those bonds and chains. We sever them. We cast them out. Chad, we're just going to fill you today with the power of the Holy Spirit. And we're just surrounding you with a hedge of protection. And Lord Jesus, just ask that you'll step inside of this and lift Chad up in the glory and, and of all kingdom and all your love. Show your face, Jesus. That's so what we ask humbly, of course. But we just ask that you'll Show your face and reveal that love and compassion. the one thing that we can never forget that when we experience it, it changes us forever. Chad, you have our prayers today, but more than that. We're casting out any sort of ailment in your body. We're, we're, we are now declaring total and absolute healing that whatever this biopsy showed, it's gone. And next visit, perfect, clean slate. And Chad, we're also just we're putting upon you to seek out the physical part of this. It's become an ongoing narrative that whatever is causing this, maybe environmental, maybe parasitic, seek out those solutions that are not within the medical institutions. There's enough knowledge now that's out here that we can find that way through diet, through, through issues like what doc, what the medical rebel shows, Dr. Lee Merritt, there's answers there that you might want to explore. Use your research and do that and follow as God leads. But powerfully here, Chad, we are declaring absolutely, miraculous and instantaneous healing over you. And Father, we just also bless Chris and MI just and to for bringing this forward, for standing in the gap with his friend and to not letting that, that heaviness, which is truly demonic, to try to tell us that we shouldn't, we can't, we shouldn't be recognized. And we're breaking those chains and casting those demons out. And we just bless these two friends that are standing together now as we raise them both up in the glory of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. A couple of weeks ago I asked for prayer requests for my good friend Anna who is suffering from severe brain injury with debilitating chronic pain in her head and throughout her nervous system. Since then she has recovered somewhat and the pain has lessened but is still there and has been getting worse over the past week to the point where she is bedridden. I humbly request prayers for healing to her in order to clear away whatever is causing it this and regenerate heal the damage in her brain and nervous system. Thank you, Scott, and all the prayer warriors You are truly doing God's work. Astral Assassin." That's a nice name, like deadly. We got a ninja in, in, in heaven, that's what that looks like. Pretty good name there. I wonder if he's got a ninja uniform, like, you know, from the shadows, the Astral Assassin arrives to slay the enemy when you least expect it. It's pretty good. All right. Patriots so here we go father Anna is is a is sitting here. we prayed for Anna and my guess is that with this with what we're hearing we're probably dealing with a demonic attack so father we're just going to begin today with a powerful hedge of protection around Anna and we're not going to settle now for just little bits of stuff. We're going to declare in the authorities given to us by the blood of Jesus and the root of creation itself, a complete and total healing of Anna. Rebuking any of that influence, whatever the injuries were and whatever the demonic influence is, it's all gone, erased. Total, full body healing and the power of the Holy Spirit to settle upon Anna. Raise her up without pain, raise her up in the mightiness of what she is to give her life back. And that's where we speak these words, raise the dead. This is a moment in time where th- when we become bedridden and the heaviness of the world lays upon us, we become incapable in the world. We This is now no more. We break those chains. We break those bonds and raise Anna up in the glory of heaven. She is now restored. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oops, there are more. Oh, I'm sorry. Prayer request for my daughter, and I especially don't know where to even begin. Her mother and I divorced. There's there's a half-sister, too. Mom left the other boyfriend a couple years ago. Now her mom isn't happy with custody and has become aggressively deceptive to our daughter, using the half-sister, too, telling our daughters to lie, keep secrets, not listen, etc., all while feeding extremely unhealthy emotional responses to external stressors. We've started homeschooling, and it's been so up and down, but feels like a wedge currently. I have all the hard stuff, and no one speaking affirmation, only trying to tear me down. Mom needs prayers, is unmarried and due with another child later this month, haunted by spirit of anxiety. Her half-sister is plagued with two divorces, with men showing up immediately after a convicted child, sex offender, biological father, spirit of anxiety. It's all so heavy. Jesus, bride. Yeah, that's some pretty heavy stuff. That's some demonic war right there. Okay. Father, we're gonna today we're gonna pray, or we're gonna pray for some miraculous healings far beyond the bounds of one, and to break off these chains and binds of, of the demons. This is somewhat of an intervention, Father. And we just so we're gonna declare the breaking of the demonic binds and chains that are around all the mother, the step the half-daughter, stepdaughter. And the influence is coming into the children. So we begin by placing a hedge of protection around these children. And we pray into this mightily with the blood of Jesus encircling this, this. The little ones cannot be touched. And we declare that in the name of Christ with the authorities given to us that these children are off limits to anyone coming from the dark influences of, of the dark side. For the father here, this is a heavy burden you're carrying. But that's why you're the father and it doesn't sound fair but that's why you're the father because you're now the protector and guardian of these children and so father we're just praying in for the powers and tools of heaven to raise up this warrior in a moment of crisis to give him the strength and the heart and to speak Jesus into the world and to truly know that he has the armor of God himself this is an hour when bride of jesus or jesus bride you need to step in and wield that sword of the spirit in a mighty way. Not, not words spoken lightly and not fr- flippantly either. Understand that you're doing what you can, but the, the, the admission that you felt like you're not getting any affirmation, you're not getting any support, that's the demons talking to you. Cast it out. This is you now as a warrior in this space. You don't have time for doubt. You don't have time for questioning. You know very well that this walk is a gift given to you by Father, and Father trusts in you to protect these children. That is your task: protect the little ones. So, Father, we're praying in as well for massive reinforcements to establish not only the hedge of protection around this family and the younger and the and the daughters, but now to establish war angels at the gate and around the perimeter, that anything coming at them will now be rebuked in the spiritual realm. And this gives the father a chance to get stronger again, to raise up and to build that armor, to build the strength, to to learn how to wield the sword. May that wisdom flow upon him to know how to intercede when these attacks come. For the mother, who's who's being absolutely controlled by a demonic element, we break those chains and surround her truly with an envelope of love, And any of the words that you speak now will filter through that that hedge of love that's around you. And whatever demonic attempt is trying to come out of you, it will filter through this powerful hedge of protection that will not allow those words to be heard in the way you intend. Whatever's in your heart, we now pray for the breaking of those chains and the severing of those influences. And we breathe in to you the power of creation itself to restore you and raise you up by the authorities. Given to us, we sever those binds of the holy of the of the demonic and empower the binds of the Holy Spirit. And as we breathe that in, Jesus, we're asking for your presence to be made to show yourself to to the mother and to show yourself to the stepdaughter and half daughter. And as you present yourself, let your presence be known both as the warrior king and the compassionate love of Jesus. May those, they witness both and may that presence be so profound, be undeniable and totally shaking to the root. We are praying for the, for the, to the root. We're praying to the root of the spiritual restoration of each of these people and to strengthen them now in the power of Christ. And we ask for a continued blessing upon Jesus' bride for just having the heart to want to seek healing, not vengeance. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hi, all. I have been hesitant to ask for prayers for this, but after Bard welcome animal-related prayers a couple of weeks ago, all the rebukes that I uh, for the I'm not worthy sentiment sentiment, I'm going to ask for prayers this week. I am a canine holistic health practitioner advocating for real raw diets for dogs and homeopathy rather than toxic conventional methods of care for pets. So dogs are a very, are a very big part of my life. I have five dogs and the dynamic is strange, sometimes resulting in fights. So have been serious. Some have been serious. The the last time this happened two months ago, I was hurt pretty badly, breaking it up, twisting my knee and doing some significant tendon ligament damage. I am on the mend using homeopathy, but please pray for full recovery for me and healing for the traumas and mistakes that are at the core of the problem between my dogs and causing such anxiety in our household. Thank you, Neely Piazza. Animals are amazing because they can see where we can't and they can sense where we can't. So there's probably something right at the root of that in one or the other animals or in the household itself. And I think it's important to say that, I mean, when we are stewards of this earth, so praying for animals and healing, I I have no issue with. I don't know where, it's got to be this, I don't know, I'm not going to get into it. This is another drama statement I'll get into, which we don't need right now. So Neely Piazza, it's a wonderful thing that you're doing. So Father, we're just going to pray for a, just a beautiful, overwhelming flow of the Holy Spirit to the household of Neely Piazza. And we begin by just declaring miraculous healing over Neely Piazza. The authority is given to us in the blood of Jesus we just pray for miraculous healing over the knee and the, and the tendons and to make a full recovery with the full strength. These are difficult injuries, but we're also praying for just that, that n- no doubt, that yes, I can embellishment of the heart to fill Neely Pre-Piazza. Father, Whatever's ever causing this disruption with the animals, whatever's flowing in there, we rebuke it and we ask for the power of the Holy Spirit to cleanse that household. And in so doing... To, to just lay the calm back in the dog's hearts. Animals are not something we totally understand, that we know that we're stewards of them as part of our gift. And so someone who is stewarding is shepherding animals as they would shepherd people. And the care shown in the heart of one that shepherds carries out into the world. May whatever the issue is be revealed. If it's something dark, may it be rebuked. And may may the healing and cleansing flow of the Holy Spirit lay over this household and bringing back a full restoration of the loving kingdom and the balance a kingdom would ask for in heaven and in earth. In Christ Jesus' name. Hello, beautiful Bards family. I need a prayer from my brother David, who also listens faithfully to Bards FM. He has been struggling with many health issues throughout the years. He is a type 1 diabetic and is, and is having foot issues now for over a year since a surgery that would not heal. Our church did pray over it, and next week... It was almost healed completely. It was marvelous. However, it had flared. It flared up again. Our church has prayed again. This is a church like glad tidings with healing and deliverance. It is not a pew sitting church. Brave church in Denver, Colorado, and very awake. You, um, you, and reaching out have here because I am reaching out here because I am. I know this place will seal it once and for all. My brother is a huge man of faith, and we call him the walking dead. We know better as God is not done with him. Thank you very much, and God bless this family. When my brother is gone, I will have no family left. Shalom. Janice McCamish. Okay. A couple things about this I don't totally get. Oh, I'm just going to speak them so we can rebuke him. Uh, The name, words have the power of life and death. Not sure why they call the brother the walking dead. So any sort of stringers on that that have to do with zombies, darkness, we rebuke it. Any of those chains that are tied, we break them. And any of the spell casting that might be associated that intentional or unintentional is broken and severed and cast out. We place a hedge of protection around this family and we place a hedge of protection around the brother. David. Next question that comes up with this is, when my brother is gone, I will have no family left. Your brother is here. Janice McKemish. And I say that because, again, when we start to cast into this idea of doubt and darkness, we open that door for demons. So, Father, we... Going to rebuke any thought of any sort of short term existence of the brother. We're praying in for massive healing into the full power of David. What a beautiful name. And may the true spirit of David flow through the brother. And may this issue of him being a one, a type one diabetic, we're praying for healing, not just for the foot, but for the entire body. We declare, and in the authorities given to us. And through the root of creation, we declare instantaneous, miraculous healing over David. We cast out any of the diabetic issues. We pray for the restoration and healing of the foot. And we lift him up in the mightiness of his name. And Father, we we just pray down a powerful flow of the Holy Spirit to flow from head to toe and toe to foot, from heaven to earth and earth to heaven. And may he be completely cleansed and restored in the mightiness of kingdom.
4: We place a hedge
1: of protection around David. We place a hedge of protection around this family. We place a hedge of protection around Janice, and Janice, we're praying into your heart today. There seems, to, and I'm just reading from what I'm hearing here in the text, and, and kind of getting a nudge from Father. There's a, there's a spirit of fear that's existing here, spirit of fear and doubt. We cast that out, rebuke it totally, and instead we fill that void with the power, love, and authority of the Holy Spirit to settle in upon you that you yourself can also raise your hands and rebuke these demons of your brother. And no matter how mighty a man it is, you are a mighty person in God. So step in and lean in and cast out these demons and be the healer on the site. Raise your hands when needed. Touch your touch the, Place your hands upon the wound when healed. But above all, trust that you have the authorities to declare healing and have the authority of heaven of creation. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Praise report and prayer. Scott and Bard's Nation prayed for my mom back in the first of June, I believe. My sweet mama, Janet, had had two strokes in March and was dealing with sciatica nerve issues, major GI issues no doctor could help with, and not feeling like she was worth anything because she was helping out so little on the homestead. After, I remember this, after we all prayed the following week, each day was a little bit better with her sciatica. So much so that the physical therapist noticed a difference. She was released from PT at the end of July exactly four months to the day from her release from the hospital for her stroke. It took about a month, but we started her on a super-strong herbal broad-spectrum anti-all things. I had not suggested it sooner because of a potentially allergy issue that, praise Jesus, had not been an issue. Thankfully, in the last six weeks, her digestion has returned to normal, and I believe God is using it to finally heal her gut. She is having some detox symptoms from it and and is making her sleep worse, so prayers for better sleep would be appreciated. Her mood was mostly improved. It helps that she is now up to walking about a mile and a half on the days while it is not so hot. We had to hide out inside. She... So she is largely back to her prayer walks, and I am doing them with her. The prayers we need now is to figure out how to stabilize her blood pressure and then wean her off. I have a lot of faith and hope that we will get her off all meds, blood pressure and thyroid. However, her thyroid is making her blood pressure go very, very high and very low. So the doctor wants to change her to a different med, and we cannot afford it. But in God's grace, it looks like CB Distillery Daily Synergy is helping to control her pressure, but it's still early days. So please pray that God continues to open the path of healing and that he wants us to walk to help her body line up with the Word of God, the country NTP. Reading this, the country NTP, just because I've researched it and I'm passing it along, please look into the carnivore diet. There may be some case studies you can look at to personal testimonies of stabilizing blood pressure. I believe. I'm not making any claims to that, but I believe I read some of that. So check it out. There's often, this is a root of carb issues too. And don't hesitate to look at some anti-parasitic treatments. I know you've done some already, but make sure and study Dr. Lee Merritt's work. I sound like an advertisement for her, but it's just what keeps coming up. Though no, I do respect her immensely. Okay. Well, Father... First of all, we want to just thank you for this amazing report on the improvement of Janet and the answer to our prayers for where she was to where she is as she starts to become restored back into the power and glory of all that you intended. So, Father, now we're dealing with some issues of health and stabilization as we kind of navigate this space, fortunately, away from the hospitals. And we're actually, once again, what we hear in this denial of, of a medication, whether it's by finance or insurance coverage, it's just a blessing, again, to sever ourselves completely from pharmacia. So, Father, we're praying into miraculous healing, declaring, in fact, miraculous healing over Janet, a restoration now of the full body, this oscillating issue of, of, of her blood pressure. We rebuke it and we pray and declare stabilization across the board. And Father, we just pray for just a continued rejuvenation of the power of the Holy Spirit in such a positive light, to lift off any of the burdens and to give the joy of, of the Holy Spirit within Janet to fill her fully and bring her and raise her up in the in the glory of heaven. And just for the wisdom as well to settle in with the country NTP, to seek out those solutions in the physical space, be a diet parasitic treatments, whatever, as they're continuing to do that, to open up new doors, new eyes, new horizons to explore and to lead them truly to the things that are needed, not only to restore, but to to maintain this body temple in Janet. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Another praise report. My brother Randy is doing even better. The foot fracture is healing well, minimal swelling and no bruising at all. One of his jobs is to set the table for dinner mostly to keep him out of mom's way while she cooks. Now, remember, Randy, and I was wrong. I, I, he was in an accident. I said something else last week, and I was mistaken. And so I apologize. Uh, that was not a correct assessment. But he's, he's suffered from, um, I believe it's a traumatic brain injury from young, for many years. So <laughs> hopefully I got it right this time. So last night, he played dumb. Just so I would stay with him while he did it. I was it was so precious and fantastic at the same time. Thank you for the continued prayers for his completed healing. We came to visit my folks to discuss many things about their care and as, as they age, Father gave us a grace and wisdom along with the many shared memories and a deepening understanding of each other. It was truly it has truly been a blessed time. Thank you for your prayers. My sister and brother in law did not know the day and time we would be arriving, yet as we had just sat down to dinner, my sister Karen arrived pounding on the door with my niece in tow. No phone call or text or any warning. My husband said later that, that, later that the demon insider had told her when we would show up. Unexpected but welcome insight from him. It was an awkward couple of hours, but we all prayed through it. So the Lord used this evil for good because my husband was able to share his experience and concerns later, and was and it was well received. Praise God. My prayer request is for God's wisdom and love regarding Karen, the, that he will cause opportunities for repentance and deliverance for Karen. My prayer also is for strength, healing, and comfort of my stepdad, Bob, and my mom, Frances. He is more than able to deliver what he has promised our family. We are more determined than ever to overcome any attack through the power of the Holy Spirit and the blood of Christ. Thank you, Bart's family, and love the Little Red Rocking Chair. We're going to begin this prayer today for Randy, the brother. So, Father, begin by just thanking you in in the humbleness of hearing the miraculous healing of Randy. And I recall, as this was, that there was a prophecy given to Randy and that the trust given to us as a community to pray into that and help fulfill that prophecy. So thank you, Father. And we're just blessed for all that that continues to be. And may you continue to restore Randy to the fullness. In fact, it's not, that's a misspoke. In the way that we are walking today, Father, as we step into that role, as we begin to accept that place as the children of the most high. We declare miraculous and total healing of Randy. You seem to have a pace and a timing with this, which as is your will. But Father, we are praying for miraculous and powerful, instantaneous if possible, restoration of Randy. And, and Randy, and may the power of the Holy Spirit just fill him and full him lead him full and restore him back to the greatness and lead him further into his prophecy of spreading the word of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray for for Karen, and we establish a hedge of protection around her. We break those chains of influence of the demonic and any of the demons coming against her. Now we rebuke and bind to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity as we place them before your feet, Jesus, to do as as you wish. My Father, we're now we're just praying into the flood of love to come into Karen, to fill her heart with the power of the Holy Spirit and to overwhelm her and cleanse her. Whatever is burdening her, whatever is hanging on to her, may she have the witness, you, Jesus, before her to an undeniable encounter with you. And we, we ask and declare, Jesus, that you can step into that place to present your face, to show her, to let her experience both the warrior king and the compassionate, loving king. Let her see us, see you both. And as she does, let that be the moment in her life that she realizes whom she must serve. Always the choice of free will, but nonetheless, as we know deeply, as you show yourself and reveal yourself, Jesus, there is no choice. And so we pray for that and pray for the continued restoration and healing of Karen as a complete root, and we declare that healing at the root of creation, all the way from the feet, to the head, the head to the feet, from heaven to earth and earth to heaven, but at the root of all she is. May that healing be total. And Father, finally, we pray for the stepfather, Bob, the stepdad, and whatever is, is befalling him. We just pray that for just a a strength and an overwhelming presence of the Holy Spirit, that as they age, that they age comfortably with joy in the heart, good health and strong strength and that nothing stands in his way to accomplish those things which he's put before the family. And may this continue to be a, a joyous walk together in the challenges that always happen in old age, but to be humbled by the fact that the children are there to help and support and to guide. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Barts family. I'm asking for prayer as we head to Arizona. Oh, we, okay, this is Mary Beth again. My daughter, her husband, and the G babies, the grandbabies, live there. I have wanted to be there for years, but my husband and I both had not heard from God on this direction. This this year, God was clearly directed our paths to move, and coincidentally, in January, my husband's company requested him to open the Arizona Territory. Since then, things were put in place for him to make that happen in September. We are grateful and in awe of God's hand in this transition. My husband... Had a special assignment in Pittsburgh the entire month of August, which left me to pack up our place. We are both running hard and have donated a ton of food, clothes, and household items to our friends and family in need. We thought we were in good financial spot, but my husband's home office is still processing all of his sales, and we are finding we are in financial bind at the 11th hour. We are asking for a prayer and the resources needed to complete the move and to be able to be available in God's perfect timing. We have been standing in Genesis 12, 1 throughout the moving process. We thank you all for your prayers and support. We wish you blessings beyond measure with gratitude, Mary Beth and Robert. They also have a GoFundMe. I mentioned that earlier, which will be up below this podcast. But I'm just going to speak a word here to Mary Beth and Robert. I can tell you when I read that, God says he's got you. You're okay. However this is going to work out, you're going to be fine. So let go of the anxiety and fear. Stay true to your course and keep walking because God has got this with you. And that is a confident word. So, Father, we're declaring that confidence to flow over them and that comfort of your hand to provide the clarity and the comfort to know that all things in this 11th hour, which seems to always happen, as we're challenged both in the trials of our faith and equally at the hands of the devil. But this is more just a trial of our faith. And so, Father, we just pray into this gloriful moment. And may the blessings of resources continue to fall upon Barry, Beth, and Robert. May you bless them and guide them and protect them in this next step. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hey, Bart's fam, requesting a prayer for wisdom and discernment from Father on how to move forward. He seems to be connecting dots for me, and I'm excited. But I want to be sure it's him and not my human desires. First, as soon as I heard Barts Fest was moved closer, only nine-hour drive from the Finger Lakes in New York, my eyes welled up with tears, and I immediately started thinking about how our family can make it work logistically. My husband is on board. I want to meet everyone. I want to meet many of you, pray with you, and worship with you. When Scott talked about the theme of this Barts Fest, my desire to make the trip happen was cemented. We need a few expensive things fixed on our band to travel, Oh, other than that, we're, in, we're good. Secondly, when the news broke this week about the new COVID, I would just add the word COVID con, variant, eyes, eye, variant, eye roll, correct, good response, and places beginning to require masks again, which should have the, in parentheses, word retarded, I felt that I really need to get my podcast up and running and to inform the community and share the truth aside from COVID con nonsense. Many of the people here are at least half asleep. Please join me in praying that I will pick up the coverage God has given me and learn how to to do some investigative journalism, which leads me to my last prayer request. Lastly, I listened to the interview with Hannah Giles and it inspired me. I want to learn how to investigate things happening here, talk about it on my podcast, backed by prayer from amazing family in the Sparks Nation, and maybe we could get to the bottom and stop the trafficking happening here in the Finger Lakes. Thank you. Love, Heather A. Well, Heather, I'm going to tell you a couple of things. So Hannah's there. I haven't talked to her, but that's inspired me to ask Hannah if we can do a workshop on investigative journalism basics. I'll see what I can do. I'll give her a, I'll text her today. Secondly, um, when you, we'll, we'll definitely have some support there for you to, to learn about podcasting. You're going to have some fantastic podcasters there. The Resistance Jicks is one, and there'll probably be others. I know of another one, and his name's Bard's FM. He's, he's not too bad, about half good. So he'd be there to give some advice, too. So we'll be there to help with resources and help raise you up in, in many ways. So that's good. And for your travel, um, what I would s- suggest is I don't know what the expenses are. We're going to pray for resources, but don't hesitate to put together a GoFundMe, and share that. It may not, you may not get everything you need, but you at least get some funding to help offset some of those expenses. Be honest. Tell a great story. Tell this type of story. You'll be good. Now we're going to pray, but all those are just good words for you. Not sure if those are exactly from God, but I just know that they're good words. That's good. He's usually here, so it's all good anyway. This whole thing's blessed by the Holy Spirit, so we're walking good. Father, we just want to just... Lift up prayers for Heather, just such a beautiful testimony and the excitement of, of what this is. And we know that, you know, the process, we've heard this testimony before already that as we've moved Bards Fest, we've had a number of people just raise their hands and say, thank you for the relocation. And we know that that whole relocation was up by your hand. So thank you, Father. And equally, thank you for that, that word that settled in Heather's heart to hear it as your hand, not as some hand of man, which is so huge. So, Father, knowing that, that there is a these challenges that are put before us like we do, and we are overcomers. And so we're praying for that spirit of overcoming to to settle in on Heather and the family, to know that they can overcome. And this, these types of trips can be a little bit nerve-wracking, but especially with vehicles, but it's only nine hours away. So, Father, it's doable, well-achievable, and so we ask and pray for the blessings of, of resources to fill them and with all they need to fix their ban, van and to make this trip possible and to join the family in Bars. Fest. nine hours is too close not to attend. So we just pray for whatever's needed to fill them and fulfill them and to guide, guide them in their next steps for what they need to do. Father, for the, for the whole issue of um, investigative journalism, podcasting, we just want to inspire a lot of this and and begin with the place of I can. And, and Heather, this is, a, this is a message to you, literally, that you can. We all need and we all desire to have teachers, but we don't have to. We have the best teacher. His name is God, our Father, and Jesus walks with us. Each of that, we have teachers. So don't hesitate to lean in there and to just start digging. And when I say that, there's things available out here to read and to resource, as far as a community, you're part of a community that even in, in by distance people can help you with podcasting. You've got Duncan, the Kilted Christian. You have Jim Conley who runs the Conley, the Conleys program. You have Punky who is who runs her her show for uh, homeschooling. You've got uh, Flightworks Mary that runs a program every every uh, Friday. I think Jack Tart is another one that runs a program. I've got my program. We've got. People here in the Resistance Chicks are in the community that you can reach to to be inspired to learn from. So don't hesitate to reach out because this is part of the bigger vision of establishing county-by-county county podcasters, which we will be talking about at Bards Fest. So in the event, for some reason, that things don't work out as quite as you want, but I can't imagine that happening, resources are there right now. But either way, you're going to be at Bards Fest. So, lean into that vision and we just pray for the blessings, Father, and the hedge of protection around this family and to lift them up in the glory of heaven to be able to come together, to pray together, and to be just to continue to expand the strength and the root of this beautiful nation, Barge Nation, in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, last prayer. I feel selfish asking for prayer on such a little, a trite matter given all the words and problems, but my request for the the great I am, please, Lord, we need a buyer for our house soon. Thank you, Lynn. Okay. Sounds like a plan. I don't see why God can't deliver on that one. Father, Lynn's asking for a buyer which I, I find to be such a great prayer because it's not a money specific. It's just providing the person at the moment in time and the resource necessary to sell their home. So Father, we're, we're praying for more than that. We're praying for the, the resources to not only sell their home, but to give them the resources to make a great next step to wherever you're leading them. So Father, we're, we're going to declare a, a overwhelming flow of resources for And whatever form you give, not placing you in in a box, but to provide the resources so that they can sell their home and to move on to the next place with the resources needed in their life to get restarted in the way you're directing them and leading them. Bless them, guide them, fill them fully with the love of the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. All right, patriots, so ends today. Three hours, 38 minutes. It's a good session today. Almost a full hour dedicated to Lahaina. So thank you. Today is a national and global prayer for Lahaina. Continue to spread that around, please. And let's close with a prayer. Jesus, as we sit here before you today, and Father, as we're humbled before the throne, hear us, hear our prayers. We're walking into new spaces. We're reaching those goals and those limits well beyond what we've been told is possible. We're reaching into the realm, truly, of the children of God. Father, this is something, we a mantle we carry humbly, but also to a certain degree with the excitement of young children stepping into a new place, a new adventure, knowing equally that there's a lot to say for this, that where much is given, much is asked. So, Father... What we're asking for today is wisdom. As we step into this path, for you to continue to open those doors for us to see clearly where to step, to settle the wisdom upon our hearts to know where we go. We're reaching, and we're not going to stop reaching unless, of course, you tell us no. But we don't see the limits anymore. We've left those behind today. And we we're praying truly, Father, that any of the limits and the anchors that those albatrosses, those filters of telling us no, we break those chains and we leave them behind. And as we finish this prayer session today, Father, my personal prayer for everyone out here is that if they accept that mantle of doing greater works, of truly living into the words of Romans 8, Romans 8 19, that opportunity to step in and where the where creation groans in waiting for the the awakening of the sons of God, where we are now stepping into that role so the creation can celebrate and be freed from its enslavement. That puts us at the root of creation as your children and children of the Most High. So Father, as we step into that place, we just pray for the unbelievable wisdom to guide us, an overwhelming wisdom to give us eyes to see, to transform our world the way we see it. We're leaving behind what we were today. We're stepping into a new level of combat and warfare. But words that are less harsh in the brutality of the physical steel and greater in the mightiness of love. This is a walk that will continue to challenge us and raise us up, and we know that at the same time. Your blessing, Father, is asked for as we step into this. And I can almost see and feel the smile on your face as we reach to where you've hoped that we would. And I say that with great confidence and equally with great humility. So, Father, we just ask that 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 joy can radiate upon us. We're not seeking the destruction of our enemy. We're seeking the healing of our enemies. And with it, whatever is left for you to judge and to deal with. A big step for us, Father, with all the trials and pains we've been through in the last few years and it's not easy. We're going to stumble. You know that. But we also know, and I feel it in my heart, that you know that we would stumble, and that's why it's so important that we seek you, and we are. I don't think there's anybody here that would not say that we would love to just sit before the throne and be with you. And here we are. So, Father, thank you. Jesus, thank you for all you've given and continue to give. May you bless us all with the with the miracles and, and incredible power and gift that you have that flows through us as we walk in unison with you. May we not hesitate to lean into an enemy. May we not hesitate to rebuke their spell casting. We, may we not hesitate to push out the no's and replace them with the yes. May we step into the place and the blessings from heaven follow and guide us. With the yes, I can, I will overcome. I will abide in you. Bless us, guide us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. And for all of you that are still listening, some of you that might be in Hawaii, and Lahaina, our hearts are with you. Believe in the miracle of God, for the restoration of the land has begun. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, thank you for being here on this Saturday morning. We'll see you tomorrow night for Peace Be Still. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Have a beautiful weekend and out for now.
4: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe